0: your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time, or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's so special about Hero Bread? Soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas. These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer
1: calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health.
2: Shop now at hero.co. You're listening to the NWA, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates.
1: You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge.
3: We interrupt our program to bring you this important message.
2: What's going on, brothers and sisters, boys and girls, postmarks of all ages and demographic categories. It's your man, the Godfather, brother Nate Milton off the top, And welcome to an all-new episode of the NWA Podcast, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates. Now, before we get to the show proper, I just wanted to take some time, take a pause for the cause, and address y'all directly. Uh, Take care of some housekeeping, if you will, uh, and, and let you guys and girls know what's been going on with the NWA Podcast. First of all, let me say that we apologize for the frequency for which you've been getting these shows lately. Our bad, or more specifically, my bad. Uh, You know, not to get too deep into the weeds, but between the new job and the myriad of podcasts I'm doing and the editing that comes with the myriad of podcasts that I do, things have gotten hectic. You know, your man Nate was out here feeling like Jimmy Butler in that bubble finals. I'm just tired, y'all. So to that end, we're going to make some adjustments to the NWA podcast that not only means it's going to be showing up more consistently in your podcast feeds, but it allows the show to be a little bit more nimble. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, in between time, enjoy this edition of the NWA podcast, the show that tells you how it is, while them other shows tell you how it might be. So For Chris, for Andrew, I am the Godfather Nate Milton. Enjoy this edition of the NWA Podcast.
0: The safe, keep a space for the Nubians, unfiltered, off kilter, the professor, the godfather, post wrestling, the N.W.A., not, oh, keep guessing, Up huh? the views and expressions, you know the rest, it's pod excellence, get the message, advocates for Nubian wrestling, you're listening to the best again, black wrestling in the ring, we invested in, Nubian kings and queens, we invested in, it's for the culture and we repping it. The
2: culture and, we and welcome to the NWA Podcast, the Nubian Wrestling Advocates, the show all about getting color in the professional wrestling business. What's going on, everybody? We are back. Shout out to everybody listening. We got some things to talk about. You know, it's been a, it's been a few weeks since the last time we graced these mics here at Post Wrestling and, and uh, some things have gone down in the intervening time so let's get right to it y'all i am one of your hosts the godfather nate milton and i am joined as always by my two esteemed colleagues first of all this brother needs no introduction but i'm gonna give it to him anyway y'all know him he is the mayor of los angeles he is he is the professor he is the person that keeps us grounded here on the program y'all give it up for moderna chris chris what's going on brother
4: Man, chilling, yo. Uh, just looking forward to this uh, wrestling talk, all these different things. Will Smith was a hero uh, the last time we were on these airwaves. And now he's a little something less than that. I, I still F what you will, but uh, that, that we're here to talk wrestling today. Wrestling.
2: Yes, Chris. Chris, shout out to first of all, yeah, shout out to that good man Will Smith, had the best heel turn of the year. Uh, to some people, uh, but uh, uh, Chris, I know you want to talk about all things wrestling, not just WrestleMania, not just uh, what's going on with Tony Khan and them and AEW, but you Mm -hmm. need a distraction right now, this time of year, because normally, Chris, and I, I don't want to. Uh, take the Band-Aid off of an old wound, Chris. But normally this be the time of year where you would be watching your Lakers from, from the man. <laughs> and, and right now, mm-hmm. LeBron and AD and Westbrook watching yeah. the playoffs the same way you are from their house, man.
4: Right. They're struggling, man. They're struggling. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sad stuff, man. <laughs> it's a sad state of affairs in Los Angeles. I was even rooting for the Clippers Damn. to make it to the playoffs. I was like, okay, <laughs> the Lakers might not make it, but maybe the Clippers, it'll give me something to, you know, be proud of LA for. It. They end up sneaking up the joint as bad as the Lakers. So, um, yeah, yeah, but, you know, still I rise
2: that's how you know it's bad when when chris is out here rooting for the clippers willingly uh I mean, <laughs> it's, it's gonna be all right chris we're gonna be all right. right so let's bring in the third member of the nwa podcast team he is back from his trip to dallas ladies and gentlemen y'all give it up for the youngest in charge the man that brings you all the news that's fit to read here at post wrestling my nephew andrew thompson andrew was good brother
1: my good man Uncle Nate, Uncle Chris, we we are back, we are reunited. It's it's good to see y'all or or, or hear y'all from from we are recording right now, man. But I see Chris got the brand new mic, the the flat the flashy mic. Shout out to that man, Moderna, Chris. He back out here in these streets. He got that tech talk- check.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but uh, I say I know y'all was talking about the the NBA NBA uh, NBA playoffs, man. My my Cavaliers are so close. I'm I'm hurt, man.
2: Okay, I'm, let's I'm let's hurt. hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, Andrew. Cause I saw this the other night when you was out here tweeting about uh when when the Cavs lost to that young man, Trey the Ice him and them Atlanta Hawks. So Trey Andrew,
1: the boy. Like, <laughs>
2: that, that light-skinned assassin Trey Trey Young out here, man. Smackdown rookie of the year, Trey Young. Uh but Andrew, so so for those that know, like you in the DMV, man. How are you a Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers fan, brother?
1: <laughs> So this is like I remember people used to ask me this all the time uh, in high school. We used to have these like intense ass debates about uh, about the NBA. People used to say ask me how I'm a Cleveland fan, but like I I first like really got into like the NBA like around like I'm talking about consistently watching it like as like as much as I do now uh, like in '03 and that was around the time when LeBron got drafted. So I'm just be real like one, one like when I saw how good LeBron was, I was like, oh, I'm gonna just ride with Cleveland. And then like by the time he left. I was like a fan of Cleveland, like the team. So I'm just like, <laughs> okay. I'm just stick with the team, and then like, right. and, then, and then like, I've been yeah. a fan of Cleveland ever since, and I just never stopped uh, liking the team. But I, I was very hurt. We, we, I don't think I think the last time we was in the playoffs was in 2018. It's mm-hmm. been four yeah. years, man. I was really looking forward to us getting back, man. But you know that boy, Lloyd Marking, and fumbled the bag. He, he let that. He let that pressure get to him, man. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we was so. Uh, I, I ain't trying to go on all about it, but he, he was like, he had the inbound pass. I mean, not the inbound pass, but he had got the ball at the rebound. He could have just waited like five seconds, but he let that pressure get to him because the people was going crazy, and he just threw the ball, gave the game away, and then now <laughs> our ass is back at home for a fifth season in a row or fourth season in a row. Uh, So this is ridiculous, but you know what? It's all good because we, we be back out here in these streets next year just like how we about yeah. to get into these wrestling news streets uncle nate right
2: that's right that's right and, hey and at least andrew you got a ring out of all this man when lebron came back
1: <laughs> there we go at
2: least, at least look you got you got one ring man that's more than the hawks got so you know you got that to, to live with man. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but speaking of rings speaking of championships speaking of titles yes uh we got a lot to talk about this month and we can't look forward without looking back so the biggest event of the wrestling year wrestlemania the two night spectacular from dallas texas and so uh let's start here fellas let's start with the wwe and we'll go to andrew first because andrew was actually on the ground there in dallas so real quick before we kind of get into specific matches or you know what we thought of the show what was your impression of being out there in dallas for that big week man
1: man it was cool man it, it was a good time like I, I had fun you know of course seeing everybody that you get to uh, you know interact with through social media most of the time you know getting to see them in person you know I got to uh, catch up with, with Phil Rich and, and Will and you know seeing a bunch of other people as well uh, it was a guy named um, uh, I don't want to forget this. that guy named Joseph that I got to meet out there who uh and keeping up with each other through social media and a couple other people as well, man. So that, that, that I think that was like one of the more cool aspects, just to you know see everybody and everybody was chilling, all that, all that good stuff. And you know the, the wrestling out there, it was it, it was a lot of fucking shows, bro. Like it was mm-hmm. so much shit going on it's had, in so many different spots. Um, you know, I, I know it was supposed to be like a, um, I, I, th- I think we had talked about it uh, before, like last month. When we like we were sort of going over what was to come um you know Booker T had unfortunately canceled all three of his reality of wrestling shows that weekend you know a lot of times was sort of um got you know that that was like some people's only books that weekend you know that got right. unfortunately canceled mm-hmm. but like everything that was out there um at, at the fair part uh that, that GCW was doing man like before the culture show the uh the world on lucha show the JCW versus LA fights um Dude, mm-hmm. it, it, the spring break shows like it, it, everything was like real real cool and i, I also think like i'm pretty sure as y'all, as y'all know like when you at the shows it like enhances the um mm, quote, unquote, yeah. viewing experience you know it, it may it makes shit more like I- interesting so yeah man it, it was cool being there on the ground man and you know because uh i was out there trying to trying to get some interviews and stuff and i uh, went to that mlw show too which was cool uh mm. got to do some media stuff out there so yeah, man, it it was cool just being down there, man. While you know, also being able to have some fun and uh, get get some work done, get some work stuff done, and you know, trying out all the like that good that good southern food, man. It was, it was some goodies down in Texas, man. I walked around a whole, <laughs> it was some it was some some goodies down there, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I thought I, I you know I some barbecue when I was down in Texas. I I, I, ain't, I ain't get a chance to get no barbecue because I couldn't find like a oh, okay. like a real good spot, but like it it was some like nice. Uh, I went to this seafood place once. I'm gonna say it was the night of. uh when they did that, that WrestleCon, uh, super oh, okay. show, I, I went, I went to a seafood place there in, uh, in Texas and it was, it was cool, man. But, um, yeah. You get then, a Whataburger uh, when you was out there? No, I ain't get a water burger. I ain't get a water burger. No, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I never, I never had that before. I always want to try that, but I never had that before. But, yeah. but like the o- o- overall experience, man, it was like just to break it down. It was just, it, it was real cool, man. I enjoy myself and I enjoy seeing everybody out there.
2: And I know who you enjoyed the most seeing, you know, we, we talk a lot uh, about our brothers and sisters in, in, in these companies. And I know WrestleMania, Andrew, we saw a lot of our featured brothers and sisters. Of course, we saw Bianca Belair out here. We yeah. saw Sasha Banks and Naomi out here. We saw that brother Bobby Lashley out here. We saw almost Chris's favorite out <laughs> here. And and, and and maybe maybe the biggest surprise Maybe not too much of a surprise, but it was a cool moment, Andrew. Uh, We saw Cody,
1: (laughs) Devontae, Hakeem
2: Rhodes in the building, brother.
1: I I, I was about to to say that you you listed Cody as a brother. (laughs) (laughs) Have have y'all seen these memes of, like, Cody, like, behind MLK and, like, Malcolm Malcolm X? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I've
4: seen all of them, yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: That was, oh my goodness man people are like hey now now real talk i know i know i know they're about by the leaning to lean into cody but i i had said this when i was on the um the, the podcast with uh with, with sp3 and and, and chris who you all know from uh the true hill he mm-hmm. show I, was right, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I I, just know when if, if cody wins that world title i'm telling you bro somebody gonna try to be funny and try to crop him in with like the black chain, i I'm <laughs> step with the black champions sure. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm t- but somebody is going to be with some bullshit with that. Look, yeah. we, we, we all, we, we all got our jokes. Let's leave Cody out of that frame. We we, 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 we gonna let that joke go. We, we right, it's joke, jokes, and then it's let, you going too it, far. It, 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 it's uh. jokes, and then you going too far. We gonna we gonna leave that one in the bin. But shout, we shout right. out to Cody though, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like for for me, and I, I think Chris can speak to it too. Like. Night one of WrestleMania was obviously the better night of the two. And that, of course, that big, I think the big, three big moments for me on night one were Bianca Belair, like her entrance and her beating Becky, uh, Mm -hmm. which you predicted, Andrew, Uh, Cody Rhodes showing up (laughs) to fight Seth Rollins, getting the full, (laughs) getting the full Cody (laughs) entrance uh, with, with the downstate song and everything. And then the Mm -hmm. third thing was we actually got a match from stone cold, which I didn't think we was going to get. So, uh I know you were there night one Andrew tell us a little bit about that experience
1: man so uh we just talk about the the three that you mentioned uh well first of all you know Bianca like I I I think that was probably like I after like fully taking it in I had because I remember I was saying like I will I would have ranked the that her her match and the Cody Seth Rollins match like neck and neck and Mm -hmm. I gave like the Cody one like just like a little bit of edge but like when I'm like thinking of like as you know as I think hindsight is always our, our, our best thing, you know, when you could like fully look at things yeah. they already passed. I I I I think I gotta give Bianca and Becky the, the edge, man. Mm-hmm. Cause they 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 really put on a really great match and Bianca she's like I we but we, we've been saying it ever since this podcast started like we've been saying it like like even back when uh when we did that first uh, Kings of Sport podcast I can't remember when that was I think that was like November twenty nineteen or something when we did mm-hmm. that uh but but man like we've been saying it for a long Bianca's a superstar like born and bred for yeah. it like not even nowhere near her prime yet like she 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 on the ball right now and the WWE knows what they're doing uh with her uh you know they they would obviously just position her to be you know the face of their women's division uh one of the faces of their company like she has literally everything you could ask for in a talent so and like she had that great match with Becky and, you know of course you gotta get Becky credit you know it takes two to tango but you know mm-hmm. Bianca like she, she she's a top-notch talent bro so and, and that 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 react, I know we talked about it a little bit before we started recording, and y- y'all y'all uh, uh backed it, but you know, that y'all said the reaction came off real well, um, you know, on screen. And like, man, when she when she got that three count, when she got Becky up for the um, the KOD, man, people mm-hmm. got on their feet, man. And when she got the three count, it went crazy in there, like, everybody was going rooting for Bianca, and of course, the special interest with the uh, the HBCU, I think that was Texas Southern. Yep uh that up, she yeah. had out there man yeah so yeah shout, shout out to bianca man she she's doing the damn thing like she she's like she's doing a hell of a job with somebody that only been wrestling for six years well
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, what about you chris like uh thoughts about wrestlemania night one or night two like overall how did you like the show
4: oh night one was awesome man um and i i'm not even grading it on the WWE idiot scale that I grade (laughs) or give it the idiot curve that I grade (laughs) WWE shows on, uh, this was a good show for any wrestling show. Mm -hmm. Um, it lived up to the standards for, um, most of the good shows that I've seen within the last year. So I, I liked it a lot. Um, I thought, I thought stone cold was absolutely fantastic. Um, I thought, uh, Becky uh, Becky and Bianca more so Bianca Becky gets enough internet love so <laughs> I, 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 could, I could single out uh, Bianca Belair in this scenario I thought she was great she continues to just surprise me with how well she's able to work in that WWE system because mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure everybody in that company is rooting for uh, Bianca Belair. I'm just keeping it real just from where I see. But I love Bianca's bounce back ability. Like she is able to weather so many different storms. Mm -hmm. Um, Put it this way, if she was a white female wrestler... She wouldn't have been saddled with you know jobbing in twenty seconds like she hmm. you, you know like like she had to do last year. Um, she ate her crow. She took the stuff WWE gave her. But she, but but Chris, yeah. that, that was part of the story, Chris. The, don't yeah. You think the journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got to journey. let it play out, Chris. Yeah, and see, they they lucked their way into that mm. because Bianca is so great, you know. Um yeah. it How wasn't cool. it wasn't it wasn't something that Vince McMahon masterminded, it was just like, <laughs> oh, she's still over. Because I mean, look at what happened <laughs> to our boy our boy Kofi Kingston after, mm. mm-hmm. you know, like no offense to Kofi, but Kofi um was good when he was being pushed, when he was being his authentic self, when he was saddled with the WWE crap. He he couldn't really work with that as as world champion. Um Bianca Belair found a way to work with that stuff, man. Like the if you look at just the silliness this woman was given in the last year, mm-hmm. and the way she was just able to kind of rise above all that stuff, uh, it's that's a very unique person who can do that kind of thing. Um, so Bianca gets all the uh, praise and glory from me um, for her for the way she's able to work within that WWE system. Um, Cody Rhodes, it was great seeing him. Um, he hasn't really cut um, a bad promo yet. Um, talk to me in the next month or so, uh, <laughs> and we'll we'll see if I'm still where I'm at. He, he's already. <laughs> uh, they already start to do WWE isms with them having them win a match by a count out and crap like that. It's just, it's fine. I guess he does work for WWE now. It's just, not, it, it, it's just not something I'm used to seeing with Cody. You know, I'm used to seeing Cody in matches that have a beginning, a middle in a conclusive finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if it's not a conclusive finish, it's a conclusive, it's a finish where the match is conclusive, but it leads to other things. Um, so I'm a, I'm a little worried about Cody, but not to the point of, you know, I'm not sounding the alarms yet, but you know, just, it's a wait and see thing. Um,
1: yeah, and i was yeah. to say, Chris, like with, with, with Cody, like the thing is like, it, it's also sort of, well, not even sort of, it's kind of WWE's fault in a way that they don't have like just this abundance of talents that they can sort of filter in and out like sometimes they have to go to yeah. the side to finish because they fucking released everybody so like now you yeah. gotta sort of preserve these high profile matches like the ones with Kevin Owens that they that they probably are going to run back at some point within the next couple of weeks and they can't just do it and right. have a decisive finisher because they don't have a lot of people after that <laughs> that's like high profile to you know have these matches with Cody going in there uh, to that match with Seth. So no, I, I definitely think Chris, uh, Chris, Chris got a fifth point right there with, you know, the, 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 I I think with like, when they got somebody like this, man, like c- considering that as far as in the men's division, Cody is probably like right. the hottest person they got right now. Like you yeah. think that, you know, you just want to come right out the gate and just win, get him a win, get him a win, get him a win, get him a win. And ultimately mm-hmm. it to, you know, with people mostly like, think thing is the obvious, uh, but yeah, I, I do I do agree with Chris' point right there about the you know, uh, like, it ain't nothing to like you know so like Chris said sound the alarm about right now. But you know, like they WWE, they they get into their habits sometimes, and then they be like, oh, right. well, yeah. you know, it's a he, he didn't lose, but you know, <laughs> you
4: know. yeah, it, it's it's just one of those annoying things about WWE, right? They don't do conclusive finishes all the time, right? Um, well,
2: another thing they do, Chris, is yeah. everybody has to wrestle every week. Right. they think the audience will forget about them if they're not wrestling. Whereas in AEW, Cody would have a great match and then, you know, he would have two or three weeks where he just cut promos. And so it's like, we don't, like, with the WWE, it feels very much like we need to make sure this guy is wrestling every week so that people will know he's a good wrestler when it's like, nah, you you can have him wrestle once or twice a month and then have him cut promos, do vignettes,
4: like, there's ways to keep this guy hot. Yeah. And they said that um, I still don't know the details of his contract, but he's said repeatedly that he signed a several year contract with WWE. I just want to know what the definition of that word several means, because if, if, if we're getting more of the same we got from him uh, when he fought Kevin Owens on raw, I'm not, Completely optimistic about his future, if that makes sense. I mean, you know where this
2: is headed. First of all, Cody yeah. is going to defeat Roman Reigns to win the title. His father yeah. could never win. But then we building up Los Angeles. Your main event night two of WrestleMania, Andrew Cody Rhodes versus Almost. We
1: are gonna see who gonna bring home <laughs> <Roman to cry. laughs> <laughs> no, no, the crown. And not not the thing. The thing about it is though, like uh, like to 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 Chris's point. I think it's also a thing of like sustainability with his popularity, because I I think exactly. probably from like I I think probably from now to probably like I'd say like five months from now he, he I think Cody's still gonna be pretty much the the number one babyface in the men's division yeah. for the for the Raw roster. I don't think that's you know a no brainer, but uh yeah. and, and and but like the thing is like I think they gotta sort of know, like know the peaks and valleys of like when to like when when there's like. Like, like I, I think what, what Nate mentioned about like having a Vingas yes and stuff like that, I think that's like very important. Like, he don't need to, right? I mean, you 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 would want him on TV every week. Like, I can understand that side of it as well. But also, he don't need to be in action every single week, like featured multiple mm-hmm. times on every show. But also, I mean, like at the same time, it's like there's a lot of people who will say like, well, why don't you treat him like a superstar? And I mean, they they, they kind of fucking all right now. Like they giving this motherfucker yeah. like so many. So much power yeah. and like all We're, this, like he's featuring right, multiple yeah. segments. They 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 they, they, yeah. they saying Cody Rhodes is going to be in action at nine p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern. Make sure you come back. Yeah,
4: you know what I'm saying. we
1: don't
4: want to. A- no, you're right. We're we don't want to accuse WWE of something that they haven't done yet. Okay, <laughs> um, they they've been treating like like Andrew just said they've been treating WWE, uh, Cody like a king. He's been treated like a superstar. Um our criticisms will come when oh, they yeah. are no longer treating them like a superstar. <laughs> but, but right now you can't, you can't, we're, we're, I don't want to, I hate doing this kind of thing where we're, you know, playing this game of, Oh, well, what they're. I could see what they're going to do. They haven't done it yet. So let's yeah. see. Let's like they, They're going to do
2: right by Cody, at least up until he wins the belt. Right. Then after that, who knows? <laughs> Yeah, shit, yeah, shit, I shit agree. Going,
1: shit going downhill out of that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, can, look, I can already see it. Like, what, Like I feel like it's hard to mess up this story, Andrew, of, you know, that, that first promo he cut, night after WrestleMania, talking about why, you know, the why of it all. Like, I think it's hard to mess up this story, so I don't think they'll mess it up. But then the question is, once this character has achieved his goals, what do you do with them then? And I think that's right. going to be the big question for Cody going forward.
1: You agree. I agree.
4: Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. It's like you have a story that you're that when it concludes, it'll probably be a complete story. But then, what do you do with him after that? Is is my big question. Cody Cody
1: versus T Bar. Cody versus T Bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on my, on Monday, we like night. to
4: introduce
2: the newest member of the hurt business, Cody Rhodes.
1: <laughs> Man. Go, <Right>. hey, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, 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 but, 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 uh, but, 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 I, but I'm, see, it, it's also, you, you can also look at, uh, look over at, at Roman's situation a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. dude, mm-hmm. he, he done, he done ran through like half the damn roster. And like, it's at a point now where there's He's like, there's, like Brock no, bro, like, there is, there is nobody who you can like genuinely look at on that roster other than Cody, Drew McIntyre and seth rollins as people mm-hmm. who you like there's like even a over 50 percent chance that you genuinely believe that they could take the title of roman and then
4: yeah I, well, and you can shit, add lashley from, to that
1: too La- 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 lashley too lashley too yeah uh La- lashley as well and i'm yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was about to say I was about to say uh, Kevin Owens, but I don't I don't know about that right now. But nah, uh, no,
4: no, now, no I, don't I don't know about that right now. But the, the uh, other but yeah, guys, but, maybe, but yeah. yeah, but
1: but but Seth, Drew, Lashley, and Cody. Like when you looking at people right now that could take the title yeah. off uh, mm-hmm. off Roman, it's like uh, other than them.
4: Okay, I, it ain't
1: too many people, bro. All
4: right, let's table that for a second. You said Seth, Drew. Does do do you guys realistically believe Drew McIntyre has any chance in hell of beating Roman Reigns? Yeah, this is a serious question. I don't, I'm, 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 I'm I, I, ass. Yeah, I, I, I do not think Drew McIntyre is sniffing that title while uh, Roman Reigns has it. I think he might be um added to mm-hmm. the mix to, to lose to Roman. But I don't see him beating him. The um, oh um, La- no. Lashley, I don't see beating him either. I see him beating him more than Drew. Who's the other one you said, Andrew?
1: Seth. oh Seth, Seth Rollins and Cody. S-
4: Seth, I don't see either. Um Cody, maybe. Um, and I don't see him either, but maybe Cody. Um, but uh I, I, but no, but I
1: no, think Drew I'm I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying that's my, like, outside of them, who the fuck else do
4: you got? Well, that's the right. thing, like, too. That's a good point. I don't know, but I, like, because, <laughs> I mean, as was long who as have they built Magentire, up? As long as that's Drew exactly. McIntyre is, is, there's brandishing, is dressing up like he's going to a Renaissance fair, brandishing that <laughs> sword... <laughs> look, look at you! Can't take him seriously against Damn. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns looks like he's got a mob with him. He's got his wise man <laughs> with him that 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 looks like that's telling him, giving him the numbers, telling him, "Hey, this is what you got to do to beat this guy." He's got his two goon squad with him. He's got the Usos. <laughs> he he walks to the ring with authority. His music is authoritative drew McIntyre walks out to the rig he's got this fucking sword <laughs> i can't even say it without laughing he's got the sword mm. um the kilt is a cultural thing so i am not i'm not gonna uh, bang on that
2: well, so i was gonna say shout out to all our scottish listeners we appreciate right, y'all. But, scottish
4: but the <laughs> but <this laughs> sword along with the kilt you saying <laughs> it's too much it makes him look like he's dressed up for a Renaissance fair. He he looks like he belongs in that safety dance video. He looks Man. like we could dance with you, we could de- leave your cares behind. That's what he, that's what he looks like to get ready for. If, 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 if you are not good, you're not going to use the sword. The, 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 the thing with Jake the Snake and the, the snake that he used to come to the ring with. <laughs> what made Jake the Snake care scary <laughs> with that scare with that snake was the fear that he was gonna put it on someone at the end of the match, oh, right? My goodness, what, what made Big Boss Man scary with the uh night sticking ball? Oh, no, whoa, chair. whoa, whoa, big boss man, <laughs> a, yes, bro, <laughs> oh no wait, no, we, we big bo- no, no 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 there, no there will be no there will be no disrespect disrespect. For big boss man, there don't be none <laughs> we, of that. Defended, big boss man, big, boss man big big boss man, <laughs> the guardian. See, you're too so we're not defending the guardian angel, big bubba. <laughs> we're not defending Bubba. <laughs> we're, defending, we're defending the first incarnation of the big boss man. man I know when he big was main event, is, when he was main eventing, when he was main eventing Hulk Hogan. On a nightly basis, on a tour that constantly sold that sold out. (laughs) Yeah, okay, but 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 the thing is, but the thing with the big boss man though is we're getting off topic. All right, (laughs) Um, so so you could crack on big boss man. Uh, But the thing with big boss man, when he carried the nightstick to the ring, he used the nightstick. That's the, f- the true, fear true. is is in using the weapon or the animal or whatever that you had. You know what I'm saying? Even with the British Bulldogs with Matilda, <laughs> they you would use Matilda as a <laughs> way to mess with opponents. You know what I'm saying? Like that sword is a prop and it looks stupid. And Drew McIntyre... So, so, yeah, so, 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 Drew,
1: so, you, so you want, so you want Drew McIntyre to hit somebody with the sword? That's what you're saying.
4: I'm <laughs> saying I want him to stop carrying the sword because we know he's not gonna use it. You say it's thing. like, uh, okay,
2: like fair. going that's to fair. TNA. It's like when Abyss had that board with all the nails in it. You knew yes. he was never gonna use it.
4: Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Okay, like, that's why,
1: that's are you, point.
4: why are you carrying this thing around? Um, <laughs> like, do do, do do his opponents really think? He's just gonna start stabbing them and shit. I'm gonna stab you ass or murder you in the middle of the ring. Do do they really fear that? There's, no, they don't. So it's like, let's let's cut this cartoonish bullshit out. Especially if you want to put Drew McIntyre in the ring with Roman Reigns. Do you mm. think Roman Reigns is what is gonna want to sell for this dude with a stupid sword like bro, like i'm just at this is a serious question is he gonna want to wrestle drew mcintyre and be running away from a dude with a big ass medieval sword is I,
2: is it i think the thing with with, with uh andrew because I, I i get what you're saying chris and I, I do agree uh like why bring out a prop that you know is not going to be used like it, right. it makes a lot of sense uh but i think in terms of what andrew is saying like who realistically could be uh an oppo- a believable that, opponent. That's exactly Roman. That's
1: what I'm saying. So, a, wait, wait, I, wait. Wait. Before you can say your your point Nate, Yeah, you, the, the, the f- fucking big boss man like look,
4: look, we we we, we, we never go compare no big I will, I will compare you, him to Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I will compare Big Big Boss Man is more than worthy of a comparison to Drew McIntyre. Of um, I, I will I won't compare win. Drew, Ma- a big boss man, to like Lashley or Roman. <laughs> I'll compare, I would add him, I, 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 I would compare,
1: compare Big Boss Man to nobody. Nobody. I compare him to Drew McIntyre. <laughs> they.
0: They.
1: They. I they. They, 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 continue, they continue your point. We. We. we not going go to this. 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 this, Ray, this Ray trailer con. We not going down the Ray trailer rabbit
4: hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not comparing the boss to anybody. I'm not comparing the, the Guardian Angel. Angel. The, the Guardian. I'm not comparing any of that bullcrap. I would compare Big Boss Man <laughs> in the '80s. <sighs> To Drew McIntyre, oh, I got see, no problem this, doing it. It's this is the, hey, the
2: Chris be... you get in WrestleMania season, and hey, in, in the month of April, hey, this is the hey, Chris bro. you are gonna get,
1: bro. I, I i just, I just know this is about to be like the hot topic, of, like with, with people feedback <laughs> to this podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, they're, they're ball, big boss man versus, versus Drew. Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Matter of fact, I might put a poll up in the in the. Nubian Wrestling <laughs> Advocates thread on the forum. Like, who you got, big boss man or Drew McIntyre? <laughs> hey,
1: hey, hey no, nah, they, I, they, I didn't mean to cut you off, though, but you you, you was making uh, the, the point about, like, potential challenges and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah,
2: so I think what we're all saying in, in a roundabout way is that the issue is the company has not built up enough credible challengers. And right. the yeah. times where they do have somebody credible, you know, like a Big E before his injury, they
4: misuse yeah. them. Uh, right. It, so like, and in, go ahead, Chris. And in Drew's uh defense, um uh what's his name? Uh Drew McIntyre, he hasn't been pinned regularly on TV. Mm-hmm. He just looks good. Goofy than a motherfucker with a <laughs> damn sword is all I'm saying. Yeah. And I, I think you, you can't like
2: yeah. the reason I would put Drew in that category is just because yeah. he's been a champion. And I think for them, if yeah. you've had the belt, regardless of how good or bad your run was, it's right. easier for them to see you with the belt unless you're Kofi.
1: Uh, I don't know why. but no, I, I, was, I was just about to say that. I was, I'm I was just, just gonna leave that to say, out there, Andrew. <laughs> I was just about to say <laughs> yeah. that. I swear I was like, Uh-oh. dude, dude that, Kofi got to be the only person, man. Like, I, I, ain't, gonna, mm. I ain't gonna say oh, this. Probably people I can't think of off the top of my head right now. But like, Kofi, like, he is not. I, w- w- I think the like, he had that title match against Lashley, right? At Money in yeah, the Bank when got he got Squad. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, bro. Uh, other than that, like, he has not had like no like. I'm talking about like stuff that people could sink their teeth into as far as a singles title right. like world title like and it, I, I think everybody wants to see kofi get back there like but we we, we but we almost three years removed from that or we are three yeah. years removed from that like but it, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous that he has not been involved in like a serious world title program at some point like i'm something's on something, something, something right. maybe even like three three months worth of story because like mm-hmm. but I, kofi can yeah. clearly deliver when, when you when you put him to task like you only i mean not even you yeah. even gotta put him in the task but y'all know what i mean like when you put him in those situations bro he would deliver so it's it's kind of ridiculous that you know that they sort of put kofi to the wayside like that but um like yeah, i, I, I does, remember like you were chris
4: oh you remember I, I want you to finish that thought
1: yeah Go but no, i was like uh like i was sort of piggybacking off of that i was kind of thinking about like uh about biggie and like I'm, i am i remember it was i i either nate or, or chris said this uh i think it was either a podcast ago two podcasts ago like they weren't saying you guys weren't saying like the neck injury was good in any 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 way shape or form that's not what you was saying she yeah, yeah. was just like this break was probably gonna be like the best thing case scenario in terms of like the storyline aspect not physical like that's not right. we don't want right, to see nobody yeah. get hurt out here but like the, the trajectory in which he was going it was like he's about to be tag team guy and A, and he was about to be the, probably gonna be in that wrestlemania match most likely with uh doing a three-way with with, with uh butch and uh seamus and ridge holland and it was, that was probably gonna be the way to go and then lord knows what they'd have been doing after that but like i feel like mm-hmm. people not seeing biggie and sort of not, not, not forgetting about him in a negative sense but more so like oh damn, we ain't seen Biggie in a long time, like, that type of forget. Mm-hmm. I feel like that shit is going to do him wonders when he comes back, and it's going to be like, they they, they will have an opportunity to slot him back into the world title scene. Do I think they're going to do it? No, but I think they right. should, because they, 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 they're they going to have the opportunity to have somebody like that people legitimately love, who was a great world champion in the sense of what the shit he was doing outside of the ring, because I don't know what the fuck they, like, they, yeah. they, 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 they was... You know they was doing what they did with him on screen as far as like challenges and you know him losing and shit like right. that. But but the, the stuff the stuff he was doing off screen, mm-hmm. bro, Biggie was everywhere. He was yep. everywhere, like doing a whole lot of cool yeah. shit. So like I, I think that this break for him is gonna be like best case scenario storyline wise, and the fact that he'll come back and you know I, I I I I think that they have an opportunity to tell like a really great comeback story with, with Biggie. Do I think they're gonna do it? No, but you know <laughs> no yeah yeah never, you know.
4: well. well- we fantasy book on this show, right? We fa- so. fantasy book, yeah, <laughs> fantasy. Go, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think that Big E kind of he never got his just due, um, and neither did oh, Kofi. Hey, hey, hey,
1: Chris, Chris, yeah. Chris real quick, uh, just to add to your point. Did you think? Did you would you slot? Uh, when Big E does come back, and you know, hopefully he does, like, uh, you know, within the next, uh, within the coming year at some point or uh, early twenty twenty three, would you would you crop Big E within those, uh those guys uh, that that we were sort of talking about as far as like world title contention. I I think we all will, but just like, you know, just do further elaborating on it.
4: Like I kind of can. The problem with it right now is I kind of see Roman at one, a
3: Brock
4: Lesnar (laughs) at one B and then Lashley at one C. And then outside of those three guys, I really don't see anybody else. Like I think Drew McIntyre could easily be back to that spot, but I don't mm-hmm. think the like the the his WrestleMania feud was the goofiest one. Yeah. It in going into WrestleMania and coming out of WrestleMania. Like you can you can try to that's fact. make an educational argument that it wasn't, <laughs> but it was, <laughs> you know. Um, so and, and that's the thing with, with with Roman is just such a serious guy. Same with Lashley. Same with Brock, and um, Rollins is decent at what he does. Cody, I'm gonna say you're sleeping on
2: Devontae. You no,
4: know, Cody. Yeah, Cody is the guy that doesn't have any of that WWE goofiness taint on him. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to that, and I do think um, to to what you said, Drew. Um, I think that um big e could be that guy as well if they do right by him Mm -hmm. when or if he comes back i i I hope i see him soon man i I really do
2: yeah i I would agree with that andrew like i think big e should be in that mix we all know he's capable to be in that mix Uh, the question is will they put him in that mix i would hope they would uh because Mm -hmm. this is a dude that you've like, he should have been world champion three or four years ago, if we're being honest. And the run that he had, they didn't do him any favors on screen despite what he was doing, you know, showing up at the college football championships or the boxing matches or showing up at NASCAR. Yeah. Like, the, Big e was at NASCAR <laughs> trying to hype up this company. Right. And so I feel like he did more for them than they did yeah. for him. Uh, right. The thing with Cody, though, like, I feel like, you got two things happening. One, Roman is at a different level, despite what uh, our good brother, the hater Jermaine, uh, shot <laughs> in shot Chi- town would say. Like,
4: oh, I'm going to be getting his stuff. Uh, I know that.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we got some feedback from Jermaine later on in the program, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but I think Roman's at one level. The thing is, once Roman drops the title, whether it's at SummerSlam or whether it's later, and I do think it's going to be to Cody, I think you open things up a bit because – as much as I like Cody, like I, it's more believable that a Drew or a, or a Bobby or somebody else would beat Cody versus Roman because of the way they've oh, protected Roman yeah. so heavily. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. The other thing with Roman, though, is, and you probably saw a little bit of this uh, when you were out there at WrestleMania, Andrew, is I think it's not long before we finally get the genuine Roman Reigns babyface run versus the yeah. forced Roman babyface run they that, tried to that, do a couple of years ago.
4: That was the question that I was going to ask um, when I um interrupted Andrew earlier is uh where when do you think they'll turn Roman face because I could totally see a scenario where they heat um um almost up and give them all these victories and then oh, shit. um well, now you want now Omos. you want to be down with almost I, oh, I am not down with almost ever i <laughs> <We> get better <laughs> Damn. at wrestling and Damn. talking, but I'm just saying what if they do heat up almost <laughs> and um have him slay a bunch of people and then for one one day for no reason he mans up to uh roman and then roman is the one that takes him down and be- has a face turned by v- virtue of of just mm. that right um i can see that
1: that's it as far as, far as like a y'all run, heard uh, it here uh, first
2: hold, hold on real quick andrew i want to make sure the people understood what chris just said chris is advocating <laughs> On the NWA advocating- podcast for an almost push
4: <laughs> to the title for a match with Roman yeah. Reigns. Y'all heard it. I am not advocating for that. <laughs> I am, if they do that, I th- at least they will be getting some good use out of almost. <laughs> um, I, 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 want the brother to hold on to his job, I don't want him fired. Um, he's not good at his job. That's that's it's just. It's, it's <laughs> just just the share. he, he got Uncle
1: P with him now though he got MVP with yeah,
4: him yeah yeah that then that'll probably help him out a lot that's a good so. thing
1: that's a good yeah. thing. him having MVP because like I I think Lashley at the point now where he's Lashley doesn't need MVP right now like he he doesn't like Lashley is Lashley would be just fine on his own and like I think MVP and for real, for real like I, I I think MVP like he need to be given like heaps of praise like for what he was able to do. Yep. For, for Bobby Lashley in the overall presentation of course Lashley right. had to go in there you know performing the ring but man MVP he added so much yeah. to, to Bobby Lashley but like I st- to to this day yeah. I still think it's like completely idiotic that they never did to her business like they should I mean that they never kept them together because you could easily have a scenario now where you have like it, it if, if things would have went, if things, if things went differently like you, you could easily be in a situation now where we could have a Lashley as WWE champion and then we got Lashley, Cedric, Shelton, uh, you know, as the, uh, you know, as the her business going up against the Usos and Roman Reigns in a scenario right. down the line or something mm-hmm. like that. Like you yeah. you, you yeah. had these things on the table, man. Like it was like legitimately no reason for them to break up. Like that was a strong faction. And I think that's a thing in WWE. that Go ahead, Chris.
4: No, and this is the real test for MVP too, right? Well, how and Lashley is an easy guy to sell. Like, people are, are not giving Lashley his credit as much as they're giving MVP his credit because they're saying, Oh, Lashley was languishing before MVP got there. The thing about that relationship was that it was a symbiotic one. It mm-hmm, was yeah. Lashley was the uh was the muscle. MVP was the mouthpiece. If Lashley didn't look like a beast and didn't have the um, physical charisma that he had, you couldn't just put MVP as a manager of anybody and do that, but maybe you can, because if he gets almost over... When I will bow down to MVP.
1: when when he gets almost over,
4: if, if he gets almost over, I you
1: gotta, will you, you got to you gotta buy you got to buy Omar shirt from from WWE shop if he if he gets yes, almost that's, over. That's the bet. That's the that. bet.
4: If, if he if he gets almost over, like almost <laughs> over, by multiple optics, not just oh I like almost, but if he gets almost <laughs> over to the point where I'm looking forward to an almost segment. Um, I'll buy this shirt, no problem. And wear yes.
2: it on the yeah, we, air. I'll say we'll we, have we, uh, proof for the audience.
1: We yeah. we we got we got this and we got Chris in 4K saying this. Dude, <laughs> not, now, now now I really want MVP to get Omar, so we got to see Chris yes. uh you sh- can do it. Sh- show support, get, get 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 giving his forty dollars to WWE <laughs> for Omar's shirt.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will 100% do that. I will, I will definitely do it because I might like almost at that point, you know, it won't, it won't be a um a stretch to to do that. Something like that. I like what you said though, Andrew,
2: like uh, about the hurt business. Cause I think as yeah. much as I like the pairing of MVP and almost like, imagine how much more impactful that betrayal segment could have been a couple weeks ago. If mm-hmm. the whole hurt business, followed MVP mm-hmm. and they teamed up with almost against Bobby. Right. like that could have been really cool.
4: Oh, you're right. And they could have <laughs> this a, a similar thing. Um, Andrew with, um, the new day and the shield, right? Cause like both of those groups were like getting super over and yeah. the shield, they kind of took in a more serious route mm-hmm. and, um, I do think they eventually did the match, but
1: yeah, they, I think it was at it, uh, Survivor Series 2017, I think.
4: Yeah, but they, they, but they, they, they still, but the, I don't think they got all they could have out of it because they kind of went the goofy route with a uh, new day.
1: Yeah, and and, and unlike uh, even with uh, the her business thing, like I, yeah. I think it could have been more impactful for the tag division if they were still collect. Because right. I think by by, yeah. by Shelton and Cedric being associated, it made them more important. And like now, right. and now we wouldn't. Have, it was still together, and they was like still a collective group. Like we wouldn't have to see the fucking street props versus RK Bro every two weeks, like doing the same yeah. shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like they, they 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 sort of uh, put themselves in in this position, like because they, they they could WW they could shoot they could have a solid and presentable tag team division if they chose to. It's just like if if, if, they, if they don't view you in that light of somebody who's like important enough to be in that role you just won't be in that role like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i, I think that's just right. how they operate but like when, when i look at cedric and, and Sheldon, i think they could easily be a, a really good tag team for for wwe but they just choose not to present them in that light and i don't think having them split away uh from from mvp and last year was the best thing to happen for them and like yeah. I, I don't even know what the fuck they're doing i think they want like main event and shit and like they like break up they like face each other and then they team up two weeks later and then they face each other again like <laughs> i don't know what the hell they yeah. doing bro but yeah
2: Good
4: question.
2: Yes. Uh we got some more WWE to talk about before we shift gears here, fellas. So uh let's let's go to Chris's favorite product right now. Oh boy. Andrew, let's let's talk a little NXT two because been some been some changes going on in in, in that uh, division, sir.
1: Yeah, so there has been some uh some some major changes specifically we're referring to as uh yeah, as you I'm pretty sure as everybody knows now they're listening to this a uh, Zachary Green uh aka Nash Carter had got released uh from the WWE. I'm pretty sure you all mm-hmm. saw the stories um and not 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 the stories but more so the uh the Twitter yeah. uh, situation that was going down involving him and his wife ex-wife uh Kimberly uh you know she accused him of you know I think physical assault, you know, among um, emotional things and like all that sort of spiraled off and then you know it led to WWE uh releasing him of course there's like a bunch and a bunch of stuff in there that I just like greased over in terms of like you know I think Wesley's wife got involved in the situation and you know she was on his yeah. side and you know it was a bunch of it's, it, it, it's like a whole other stuff that but that was just like the yeah. you know sort of sort of cliff note stuff of, of, of what happened but uh, as a result of you know that stuff you know there was a photo out there that came out about uh with uh Zach Wentz and him was doing like the, the Nazi Hitler Uh, thing and you know as a a result of all yeah as a a result of all of that he eventually ended up getting released by wwe and of course as we all know he is paired up with wesley in nxt uh formerly known as desmond xavier and uh they were known as msk but now des is on his own i know a lot of people were sort of concerned about the future of of wes and you know what's next for him but he did pop up on nxt last uh last night as we're recording this on the uh april 19th show and he um had a segment where he was doing a backstage interview and they McKenzie Mitchell had asked him about like what's next for him. And he was like, you know, the last few weeks since uh Stand Deliver had been uh, I think he said chaotic, and there's been a lot of stuff going on uh, as far as him. And he said he sort of felt uncertain about what's next and stuff like that. And then he had a match against Zion Quinn. And it, you know, he, he it was that match was very much in favor of Zion and uh you know, you know, so that that that's what Wesley is right now. Um so I was gonna kick it over to Chris. Uh, like, so your thoughts about like where Wesley is positioned now? Because that 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 is kind of a rough ass spot to be in. Because it's like, yeah, you know, it, it yeah, it, it just is.
4: Well, first of all, let me shout out Wesley um, for being uh, the black guy in a situation um, and not being the one to get fired. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm rooting for the white guy to get fired. It's just historically speaking, I'm used to um the black guy being the one to get fired for something. With that said, Wes Lee is not in the greatest situation at the moment. Um but I do think he can overcome it if he's being booked correctly. Um I didn't necessarily think that um the tag team was booked in the best light anyway, right? Um I'm just um like I think that um this is a rough situation to be in. You guys hear me?
1: Yeah, we hear you?
4: Okay, I'm just making sure cuz I'm getting feedback over here. All right, but yeah, I don't think this is the greatest situation to be in um for Wesley. I think Wesley is um is a talented guy and then the guy um <sighs> I I feel a lot of different ways about his release because um the the um sexual um the the battery that's what it was he uh, the, the, he was accused of assaulting um what's his girlfriend's name again Kimberly Kimberly now I like Kimberly too by the way but um he was accused of assaulting her and the way WWE usually play these um he said she said scenarios is by just kind of pretending that it, it goes away or yeah just looking into the situation and they you know like they they look for hard evidence if there's no hard evidence there and they just kind of go with the flow um i'm not saying that's the best business practice but that that's their business practice and i i understand it um the the hitler mustache it was was just stupid to be in a picture with that like um if like i understand you sometimes goof around with your friends or girlfriend or whatever like you can't in 2022, 2021 anything after the they start putting good cameras on phones, you just can't be in a picture doing that kind of shit. I still but, but give,
1: see, but, see, but, but even the thing is like, who who the fuck finds shit like that funny?
4: Yeah, I, well, it's like I'm not I'm not here to. I, that's not what i'm gonna do with with this guy it's you know i don't know people's humor you know what i'm saying i i've laughed at other stuff that people might do we, we all laughed at stupid shit before yeah. but I, yeah. yeah so you know i'm i'm not i'm not no, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying
1: like uh, I'm, I'm saying like as a like i'm i'm, I'm not gonna say in like jump on Bray either but like at the same time I'm just looking at it from yeah. this, so basically like Whoa. human standards type shit like who the fuck would seriously like as a fully Whoa. grown adult bro as a fully grown adult like what would lead to you thinking about photographing yourself me, doing some shit me like me and I mean?
4: me and Nate have a mutual friend who is not a conservative at all by any stretch of the imagination but for some reason I don't know if he was drunk at a party or whatever. He he took a picture with the MAGA hats and stuff like that, and I still give him crap for it. So uh, I I don't know. I don't know the scenario behind him doing that, and I don't want to make guesses. But from a corporate perspective, I understand. Look, this th- this has to be. You have to take this stuff seriously. It's the same thing with the um, with the uh Brian Kendrick stuff, right? It's like, mm. yeah, you maybe you weren't being one hundred percent serious, but th- this is what's on tape. Like when I advise people, um, on who like, a, so let's just say this was a jury trial or a judge trial or whatever. All the judge knows is what's right in front of their face. If you send your text, your, your, your girlfriend or your boyfriend, a text message saying, I'm going to kill you. If that goes in front of a judge, the judge doesn't know your sense of humor, right? All they know is you sent your spouse a text message saying you are going to kill them. And mm. that is considered a threat. So, again, I'm not trying to make any character judgments on... What's his name again? God damn.
1: Nash Carter. Uh,
4: Nash Carter. I'm not trying to make any character judgments on him, but I'm just saying the picture exists. And there's nothing you could do about that except try to do better next time. That's all I can say. And I think
2: the thing is, it's a couple things. Like, I feel like if it were one or the other, maybe he could have survived it right but not both right you can't have the abuse allegations out there and then this picture surface you can't have both particularly when you're not the focus of the show right like that's the other thing we need to remember with this uh, Nash Carter thing is yeah like I like the rascals when they was in TNA you know I uh, like MSK when they came to NXT but the show ain't built around y'all like, yeah, so if anything is built around Braun Breaker and Mandy Rose with a little right. sprinkle of that man, Tony D on the side, it's not about MSK. Yeah. And so bringing it back to what you were talking about originally, Andrew, with uh, Wesley, like I have a lot of respect for the brother, man. I've always been a fan of his Love work. Like yeah. he's, he's always seemed to be a, a good dude, Uh, but I think he's got a ceiling in this company being the size that he is, you know, being, you know, not like, he's not some dude that looks like Bobby Lashley, right. Yeah. He's not going to get the yeah. same amount of opportunity. So I wish him yeah. the best. I, I hope he does well. Uh, But I could easily see him ending up in this, not to shade any of the brothers in this kind of grouping, but I could easily see him on the main roster if they bring him up as, you know, a, a twenty-four seven kind of guy, right?
4: Oh my God. I, I can yeah. see them
2: throwing him in there because that's what they think yeah. when they look at that dude. Um, so I'm I'm glad he didn't get fired because it would have been a shame if he had to yeah. suffer for somebody else's right. actions or alleged actions, but I don't see yeah. him like like I don't I don't breaking see him going to
4: the yeah. top, yeah. Yeah, and Yeah, I don't and, see him and, and out. And that's a lot of times what happens in these situations too, is just the guilt by association, you know. Right. It's collateral. like yeah, it's like Th- this um nash carter did what he did with that hitler stash you're guilty too wesley you know i i've, I've tag seen team that partner
1: yeah, yeah several rough, several bro. times
4: yeah it's it's just it's just not a good good look and i do hope that um again and this is just a lesson for everybody who lives in in this decade um if you've got a a Twisted sense of humor like that where you think you know Hitler stashes are funny. Um I you know I've seen Larry David do the same thing on curb your enthusiasm often. Uh he's a he's a part of that community though, so it's different when he does it. But um I just um I hope and pray that you know he's able to learn from this and Wes Lee um isn't um just if the th- th- isn't a victim of creative has nothing for you
1: yeah and you know what i think both of y'all making uh re- re- really good points right now like i i, I sort of right in line what y'all saying like as far as wesley goes like i like when i'm when i'm looking at it right now i i don't really see like where they where they take him because it's like mm-hmm. you know he's he's always going to be attacked cuz he's been teaming with with nash and uh and and, and Trey Miguel and Myron Reed for a a good portion of his, uh, I would say like the last maybe six or seven years, man, eight years. Like those have been his guys like for the long. So he's always going to be attached to them. And I think it's going to be sort of like weird and tasking maybe for that writing team to sort of separate him Mm -hmm. from what he was or what he has been for the past year, two years and a half under their system, under their WWE Mm -hmm. system as msk yeah. as Wesley, so i i think that they have to sort of go a route of like i mean, I mean like the, the the stuff that they did last night as far as like um you know his interview segment him saying it was chaotic like i mean like i i don't really know like what else could he had possibly said in this shit well that's like directly addressing right. what happened and you know they ain't <laughs> that so, so yeah so like uh like as far as, far as like what, what could come like i mean you know Shawn Sha, Sha michael's supposedly running a show down there so you, you know, like I, it's 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 either one or two things that's gonna happen with this situation. Either I, I think what y'all said is gonna come true about him, you know, be sort of floundering a little bit, or you know, getting moved up to the main roster and like maybe having like that uh that like ricochet s run, like in terms of like he's sort of up and down the card and like he's in the twenty four seven title stuff. And then right. one day he gets his mid card title shot, and then you know. People hoping, you know, that one day he go rise above that, but like, he eventually stays within that same rank because that's the same shit that Ricochet did. To be honest with you, like mm-hmm. he came up and it was like, right. oh, Ricochet. Everybody had these high hopes, and then he was doing the twenty four seven title shit with Reggie. Yeah, and Ricochet's yeah. uh when they got the Intercontinental title. But like going back to Wesley, like it's either that's gonna happen or. I can sort of spat a Shawn Michaels fucking project a mile away. Cause like, I, <laughs> like I, these, these fucking comeback stories, bro. Like I'm telling that that, well, whenever I mm-hmm. see that, I'm telling you, bro, it's Shawn Michaels. And then like, either one of to, like, it's going to be that, or he going to get that sort of um, Gargano 2017 run with like, he's just like going on this losing streak until people feel bad for him enough. And then like, they sort of start building them back up. And I don't know how mm-hmm. far that shit's going to take him. Like it might take him to like the North American title. Or the NXT yeah, I can title. See that. I I, I, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. Like, I can see like him going and like because they, they, they. I mean, they, they, these circumstances are like completely fucking different. Like these are in no right. way the, the same, the same thing. But like Gargano had this run with 2017. Well, I'm sure y'all remember when he turned on him, and then like he started losing, and he kept losing, mm-hmm. and he kept losing, and then they built them up, yeah, and they built them up, and they built them up, and then to the point where this motherfucker was like the old, most over motherfucker on the brand, and like with Wesley, right. even like I said, this is this circumstances are like so completely different, but like. I can see a scenario where like he loses and he loses and he loses and he loses. And and then people start to feel bad for him. You start to rile up social media a little bit, get people behind him. Maybe they start cheering for him. And then, you know, he eventually gets the title shot or something Mm -hmm. where people want to see him having this like grandiose moment. It's like he bounced back from this situation that could have, he could have, like Chris said, he could have ended up as collateral as a result of his uh, former partner's uh, action.
4: and another scenario too is they can just kind of put them on ice for the next month or two, and they might hire Nash Carter back if they think they f- that it feels safe for them to do that. I mean, they, they, that's scoop, something
1: go, that they, go scoop up, go scoop up Marvin Reed, man, go get him, yeah, yeah go scoop, him. yeah, go scoop. I mean,
4: they, the, yeah, there's, they're 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 not out of options. They don't have to. the The point is, they don't have to. Throw Wesley away, and that's what I don't want yeah. him to do. Yeah, and and
1: and, and, Chris, and Chris, to your point, and, and Nate, I'm, I'm sure you would agree. Like, and, and and no, I and and Nate and Chris, I know y'all both said it. Like, uh, you know, you don't want nobody to lose a job. Like, that's don't yeah. want nobody to do that. But like, I'm talking about as far as like in this case, in Wesley situation, Wesley specifically. Like, right. you don't want him to lose yeah, job. Yeah. But like, yeah, but if he if he get back on the independent scene, he gonna have yeah. some options like because yep. he, he could yeah. he, he easily easily go back and start training with tay mcgill they could be a team again you know the NDP, yep. like the, 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 i'm talking about like as far as like the independent scene like there's like a variety of options man like there's so many different promotions out there you got action you got black label pro you got gcw you got so many mm-hmm. fucking different uh promotions out there man that will like you, you know and ha- having that sort of x wwe thing and you fresh out of there that shit right. helps you know what i'm saying so he, he have, it does he, he's very, very well connect the individual through you know him being an impact and him being on the independent scene for you mm-hmm. know quite a bit and him establishing these relationships like i'm sure that if you know worst case scenario he Would be fine, you know what I'm saying, but of course, we don't want yeah, that he, to happen for him, yeah. Like, yeah, it, it,
4: it's yeah, they'll be fine, but you like, it's the, the same situation with Leo Rush, also, right? It's like, I want, yeah, you'll be fine on the indie, right, but, but,
0: but you,
1: but, but you want them to, like, yeah, I get it, yeah.
4: I want you to be with a company where you're not playing guessing games where your money is coming from, you know. Um mm-hmm. And and because uh, I mean, what, what's not said about indie wrestling a lot is these indie wrestlers are their own business. They have to they have to set up Gmail accounts for promoters to get at them. They got to advertise themselves. It's a lot of work. Whereas if you've got a machine behind you, mm. you're doing a lot less of that work. So, um yeah,
1: I mean, I some, mean some people like that grind, though. And we see it's Not, well,
4: the, the, the ones that get hired for, for AEW or WWE, they might like that grind, but I mean if they liked it that much, they'd still be doing it. Um, that's
2: it's also harder to go back yeah. once you had a taste yeah. of the machine.
4: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, told-
1: I, can, I can see that I can see that sort of being the case for, yeah. for, for some but, but like I, I don't want to like sit here and like Discredit the end of it because it's like a lot of people that's making no, yeah, like, uh, it's like,
4: not, college. it's not
1: like they, it's not discredit
4: discre- yeah. in the, re- the indie scene. It's what it's saying is like you, like, so anytime you move up in life, you don't want to go back to a level that you don't necessarily have to go back to. Uh, shout out to wrestlers because they do that often. I'm not saying this any disrespect to any indie wrestler doing this stuff, but I've talked to enough indie wrestlers to know that once once they've been in that situation where they're not doing as much work, um, they 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 pretty much. You got the ones who go to WWE and they hate it. You know mm-hmm. you got you you're always going to have your your um like your Mike Canellas types that think they could handle doing the goofy stuff and then after they get enough of the emasculation and uh, you they don't know how deep Vitz goes with his goofiness uh they have enough and then you have uh, other guys in the company who love the goofiness And they just like the fact that they're getting a steady paycheck and making good money and they don't have to do a whole lot for it because the indie grind is a real, real grind. You know what I'm saying? It's just like me when I first started becoming a professor and doing that teaching assistant shit. That that wasn't fun. Uh but you know, talk talk
1: that shit about your grind, Chris. Talk about yeah, it. I'm just saying this, it's
4: but it's something that you have to that you that you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure like I'm sure Kenny uh and the Bucks love doing that indie stuff for as long as they did it for. I'm positive they like being in AEW. That's, not, that's
1: fair. That's fair. That's fair point. That's <laughs> a fair point. Yeah. So, that's a fair point.
4: Yeah, that's all
1: I'm saying. No, I am nah, about to say, Nate, I think, I think Chris makes a fair point right there. What would what he just say? Especially that. Uh, yeah, because
2: I, I feel like the other thing that we have to kind of put into context, Andrew, is like everybody's situation is different. You right. know, it's yeah, not a one, one size fits all. You know, so I think how old you are, you know, can play into that decision. You know, if yeah. you're still in your 20s, like the grind is great. And, I'm, look, I'm speaking like, from personal experience uh, with radio and TV and stuff. Like, in my 20s, the grind was great. Like, I love
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Now <laughs> that
2: I'm 40, Andrews, like, mm, Yeah. Like, I, about like to say, about I don't want to say, grind, dog.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I was about to say, Nate, and, like, for some people, like, you know, kids could yeah. be a factor. Like, being on a wave. Yep. Like yeah, being away, kids, like, you know kids? Like yeah. Yeah.
4: Like this, this real life shit is, is, is that's that's the thing that, that, uh, like I've had plenty of conversations with Nate about this shit off the air, man. It's like, yeah, it's, it's cool to like goof around and, um, have fun and stuff and, yeah, getting, getting money here and there, but you also, you, you need, the the you need to know where the money is coming from <laughs> when you when you hit about thirty five years old. You know what I'm saying? It's like it yeah. it, it becomes a little bit serious. Sorry. Yeah. Then you add on top of that a girlfriend, and that girlfriend becomes your wife, and now you have kids and a mortgage, mm-hmm. and just you you're you're giving these people a life that. They that you want them to live as a result of the work that you're doing. So as again, the indies are great, they're awesome, but I want Wes Lee, I want Leo Rush, I want all these guys in these situations. I want them to get steady income for a little while. If they decide later, if they if they get their bucks up and they decide, hey, WE isn't for me. AEW isn't for me, and a lot of these guys do. That's fine, but you you've you've already amassed enough savings to where you can just yeah. do what you want to do and be right. perfectly content with that grind.
2: Yeah, we out here giving y'all life lessons on the NWA podcast this month.
0: <laughs>
4: I, <laughs> I, I, I think they
2: strikes
0: I, a chord with me and you, Dave. <laughs> nah.
1: I I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation. I really did. That was a good one. Yeah.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
2: So, uh, real quick, because I don't want to spend too much time on this next topic, uh, but I did feel like we need to touch on it uh, before we go to AEW, Chris. Uh, you know, you mentioned kind of like allegations and things like that and how companies respond yeah. to said allegations. Uh, well, we saw uh, the debut of a performer doing WrestleMania week, and that was uh, NCAA champion Gable Steveson, uh, and he's had some uh, allegations in his past, so uh, we, we want to talk about that real quick before we move to uh, what what AEW is doing right now.
4: Okay, so before I talk about Gable Steveson, i'm gonna say what I say before I say all these topics. The wrestling industry is a trash industry a lot of times. I'm just gonna put that out there. You know they're guys that we all like and respect who have done trash things or been accused of doing trash things. so mm-hmm. we understand this, and we still watch wrestling so that's the first thing I'm going to say. So the Gable Steveson stuff, I talked about on a podcast with, um, my friend crystal and my friend Lynn, uh, both, uh, women. Um, and we talked about this in 2019. I'm sure if you Google it, it'll, it'll probably come up. If not, then I'll change what we titled it. But, um, this is when we didn't know who Gable Steveson was at the time, so the situation with these um rape allegations with Gave, Gable Steveson, it's not like a a a one size fits all kind of thing with his allegations because he was with his friend, um his uh his friend Dylan Martinez, and they were at some college party, and then after the college party. Um, they um were accused of sexual assault. So apparently, it was a it was a wild college party. Um, and this is all on public record. So you could easily yes. do this with a yeah, group, a it's, it's social, out there. Yeah, you, know, you don't need to. You can look at an article, but the article m- might slant one way or the other. Um, when we when we did the show originally, we we talked about we pulled up the um actual um, police account of what happened that mm. night so of apparently what happened with Gable Steveson and this guy is there was a there was a crazy party um, and everybody was drinking and um, the the argument of consent came up and um, the um, the district attorney on that case is a guy who I'm familiar with. His name is Mike Freeman. Um, He's, he's as far as politicians are concerned, I'd say he's, 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 he's one of those Democrats that is going to do what his constituency demands of him to do, which is, pretty much every politician on the planet. Um, so Mike Friedman, um, he um, his office did an investigation um, and they found out that there was there were allegations levied, um, some of them are sealed, but there was no um, there there. There was no nothing to like he could legally prosecute uh, Gable Steveson. Or um, uh, Dylan Martinez, with he couldn't he couldn't find anything to prosecute them on, and then but the but there's a, another interesting point that comes up in this discussion that we talked about on the air is and that's the topic of consent um, because <clears throat> the law in Minnesota was what it was um, w- when when it was the law. Um, I'm just, and, um, now that's not the, the law anymore, but like, what is consent and lawmakers have problems with this. And then if you look at like witness accounts, they were like, well, everybody was drunk and, you know, that's what happened. Um, some people are saying, um, or it's, it's just, it's, it's a sorted of kind of complicated thing. Um, and at that point if you're WWE you have to decide if what what's the egregiousness of these allegations are these t- something that you want to deal with was it a mm-hmm. situation where it was just a bunch of college drunk college kids at a party um and was and and then the the consent discussion comes up cuz and I'll tell you this I've talked to a lot of lawmakers here in um the Los Angeles area and this thing is still debated not even amongst like Democrats and Republicans I'm talking about like Democrats and Democrats and you know people like they're saying well if you have sex with a a, a girl and she's inebriated That means she did not consent Um, that. So, you know, that's rape. And then the other part of that is, well, if what if both people are inebriated and have sex with each other? Is that still rape? And then it's another situation where, well, there is a guy and this this happened out here a while ago who had sex with a girl she got pregnant and he's saying oh well I was drunk I she took advantage of me when I was drunk so it's a really there's layers to this discussion and this isn't to defend Stevenson or to call him guilty of anything the the case was sealed so it's you know it's it's over and done with, unless you know an, another district attorney comes in and um try has to um decides they're going to defend it. Mike Freeman, again, he's a hit or miss kind of dude. He's he's handled police brutality cases before. Sometimes he's good with those cases, sometimes he's not. But if you if like he's a Democrat, so when Democrats get in his ass. He he'll work harder, just like with the Chauvin case. He was very instrumental in mm-hmm. making sure uh, Derek Chauvin uh, faced justice for the mor- murder of George Floyd. I don't, I I, I, I won't. I don't think that um, Mike Freeman is an egregious uh, district uh, district attorney. I don't think he's a a bad guy. I. I do think if there was evidence available to thoroughly prosecute uh, Gable Stevenson, I, I think he would have. Um, but, you know, right now we're in this he said, she said situation. So I don't like talking about it outside of the the legalities of it from what I know. Um, that's all that Mm. any of us know, because a lot of that stuff has been sealed. And, um, I guess the question for all of us here is, is Gable Steveson a, a guy that, that you, you're wanting to support or not, um, in 2019, how old would he have been in 2019? Um, maybe, um, seven, 18, maybe, I don't know. Mm. He's how old is he now? Um,
1: uh, so you yeah you gotta you keep talking chris i'm about to look it up right
4: yeah so now. i so it's so it's just i'm not i'm i'm not gonna
1: so he's like, he, he, he 21 right now
4: so he was 19 in 2019 then
1: 1918
4: so yeah. yeah he was he was 18 or 19 something like that so yeah so so we're so you know it, it, again i think Again, wrestling is a trash <laughs> industry, man. I don't know like how you like I'm still trying to figure out how I'm how to enjoy wrestling when I hear of stories that j- just even the word rape or sexual misconduct or you know, these these, these this times up stuff and then I continue to watch the sport. Mm. Um like like, what's, what's the right thing to do in, in a scenario like this and, and we gotta understand that Steveson was not found guilty of anything that doesn't mean he was found innocent but he wasn't found right. guilty of anything he's, just, he's got this taint that's attached to him yeah. and we've gotta see how he operates um, from here on out
1: but but because just to add on to your point, like as far as like um, you know how you know there are people with, that come into the business of professional wrestling and do these things and have these things about them, I I don't I don't think it should get to a point where it's like okay this is how pro wrestling is instead of specifically focusing on these individuals that did these things that just so happen to be professional wrestlers or coming from different you no know, organizations or different. Uh, realms of sports and stuff like that that come in with these already uh, sort of tainted this things about them like the stuff out there with Gabriel Stephen like that's out there like that stuff isn't mm-hmm. that, that, that's not like Chris said like it's documents like any like all types of stuff that's on the internet that you can find from uh, reputable outlets and it's that that sort of uh, stench that's around his name you know what I'm saying and, mm-hmm. and, and and like he hasn't like you know you said Chris he hasn't been found him guilty but he hasn't been found innocent either and that shit is going to keep lingering over him and it's going to continue lingering over him and I know he released a statement I want to say like last year like late last year about the uh, scenario because they kept uh, it coming up when he was being promoted on TV and stuff and that shit is going to continue happening so I don't think from just when we're looking at it from like sort of a, a business standpoint and WWE's outlook like I don't think it's a very smart thing to continue putting this dude on TV because there are a lot of people out there who and you know, the majority of the audience is like very aware of this of these allegations. Yeah, but the the, the the
4: the majority of audience is also aware of Stone Cold Steve Austin too. You know that
1: that I that that's that, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah, like this, I was this, just this, gonna bring that up. Yeah,
4: um, we 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 have to look at this. This is not something where you can be just like, oh, this is one individual versus a, another. This is a totality. Of it is,
1: but but like at the same time, Chris, you can't like but like we can't get to a point where it's like oh well who's the worst of the worst in this shit you know what i'm saying you you, like, you, love, you,
4: you, you do it no i, I don't 100 agree with that i don't disagree with it necessarily but we do have to understand that when people are accused of stuff there are different gradations to what the accusation is right it's is like what 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 um what's the dude's the Velveteen Dream? What he was accused yeah. of mm-hmm. yeah. is a lot more serious than what Jay Lethal was accused of. That's that's a fact. Just yeah. I'm talking about the legal ramifications of it and everything. It, that's a you you can't. There's a, a, the situation with the Velveteen Teen Dream. It's easy to you know be like, okay, this guy does not belong here. When it comes to somebody like uh, a Gable Steveson who was caught, who got caught up at a party, you can, because when you Google Gable Steveson, if you just Google Gable Steveson and uh, right now, none of that stuff comes up. It doesn't. It, it's, 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 you have to, if you Google Gable Steveson and rape, all of that stuff comes up. But if you just Google his name by himself, so I think I'm pretty sure someone in WWE corporate is looking at it like that also. And, I, and I'm in a situation with the type of work that I do where I have to kind of like look at all these situations and when a company finds themselves in a situation, what kind of controversy in it you know, you got to hire the right people to find out what, how serious it is. And if you're doing the diversity training, sometimes you can talk these people and make them become better people. And sometimes you can't. But at the same time, should Gable Steveson, you know, what, what should be the, the penance for this because you, you can't even I can't you we can't even legally say this crime because he wasn't convicted of a crime. If we say this crime, he would we could get sued for that, you know, And he because he wasn't convicted of a crime. He was in a situation and it. You know, this is what the district attorney in uh, uh the county he was in. I forget the name of the county, but this is what they decided.
3: mm
2: I think it's a couple things. Like, first of all, you have to look at it from the company's perspective. And I'm glad that you brought up Dream, Chris, because yeah. even with the stuff that was surrounding Dream, it took a minute, minute for them yeah. to finally cut ways with him. And yeah. so I feel like the WWE's position on stuff like this is always, we will hang on to our talent until we are forced either by law or by public demand to not have these people employed anymore. And to Andrew's point, like, I think there is a lot of chatter about this around Gable, but I don't know if it's yet risen to the level of Vince or whoever saying, we got to make a move on this guy. I don't think it's gotten there yet. Who knows what will happen once he's on TV regularly. Uh, But to the second part, real quick, you brought up Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that's something I was going to bring up. Because as viewers, as fans, as people that cover this stuff, it's always this type of thing, Andrew, where like Stone Cold Steve Austin is one of my top five wrestlers of all time. Right. Like right. seeing him back in Dallas, I was like, it took me back to when I was, you know, in high school, man. Like and I was drinking. I look, I was in my living room throwing back Steve Wises myself. Like I was supposed to get up at uh, eight o'clock the next morning so I could uh, do the True Hill Heat show, uh, which you was supposed to be at. But, you know, you was out there in Dallas. I ain't gonna hold that against you, nephew. Party. <laughs> Uh, so I was like I ain't gonna drink tonight but when I seen Stone Cold come out I had to throw back a couple Steve Wise's because I love that dude so much but even then I have to understand like yeah like I love this dude but he's done some stuff that I would not uh uh co-sign and it's like yeah I think ultimately it's gonna come down to what makes business sense for the WWE and I hate to say it when we're talking about issues like you know, we talked about it with Nash Carter, like we're talking about, you know, abuse yeah. or rape or, you know, what Velveteen did or, you know, when we're talking about some of the racial should stuff.
1: Shit, you can even throw Austin Theory in there because he got named to speaking out two years ago.
4: Right. So, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, this, this is a whole thing with this. It's like, like you, you can say, oh, let's not mince meat with these, with all these allegations. But the fact is, as long as we support a company that continues to deify people like Steve Austin, and credit to Steve Austin too, because he doesn't hide from any of this stuff. He, he mm-hmm. I don't think he comes right out and says he abused Deborah or whoever for for, for legal. We that that wouldn't be a smart thing for him to do, but he, he doesn't necessarily say he didn't commit any of this stuff, but. It's like if if you do su- and it's not just the WWE thing too. Let me make that very 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 clear. This is a sports thing. It's not even a wrestling industry thing. This is a mm. sports yeah. thing. And we you, if 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 we do this every single time cuz this is my thing too. I I don't I don't have no, it.
2: it's an America thing, Chris. It's sports, yes. it's yeah. entertainment, yeah. it's music, yeah. it's
4: politics. Yeah, like I like like if it if it reads if it if it moves past the he said she said sp- portion of it and a bunch mm. of allegations come out, I'm more willing to kind of give this more energy. If it's a if it's a one she he said she said scenario, I can't. It's not that I don't take it seriously. It's just. I'm like, I'm covering this stuff, you know, like I go to, I'm going to, to, um, all out next month. You know, this, this is, this is like what I, what I do. And I, it, like, I just don't know what the, I I really do not, because again, if you, because if, if you say, Oh, if WWE's fire, Steve sent tomorrow, they're going to be, they're going to be a lot of people come out saying, well, you just had Steve Austin main event. Um, Wrestlemania and you we on on this show we just talked about how awesome that first night of Wrestlemania was mm-hmm. so I mean I'm just saying what 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 what's there to do what what do you do at that point man I'm not saying like I'm not saying that Steveson shouldn't be held to account but I'm also I'm not willing to just be like okay this guy is guilty whatever you know what i'm saying i i i I do have to trust the legal system in these situations unless more comes out um that's that's always how i've kind of gone with 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 these kind of things
1: i mean just just in these specific scenarios where you're talking about somebody being abused I, i don't think it's necessarily something that's that can ever be just plain cut and dry like, I don't think it will ever be a situation when, you know, when, especially when you specifically speaking about cases like this, when you got a Gable Steven, uh, you know, who is accused of sexually assaulting a woman. I don't think it's ever going to be a situation of, OK, the legal system decide that he's innocent. And so that's just completely. No, no, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on real quick. Bro. Hold on real no, wait, wait, quick. Hold on Because he wasn't accused
4: of anything. So we got to be careful with our wording is what I'm saying. No, Go but ahead. but
1: you 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 can't you can't like break it down like it's just plain cut and dry like the legal system says that he's innocent in this specific because like, it's so much involved in that. Like even with like you mentioned with Austin Theory, you got all these different types of dudes like Dream, and you look at everything that was involved in speaking out like Marty Skrull and all these different types of like, mm-hmm. dudes. Like if the legal system, just because it says the uh, legal system, or you know these people aren't accused or brought to trial for the situation doesn't mean that these actions were committed it just wasn't taken into a legal system or umbrella that doesn't well, mean that the shit i don't i don't i don't agree with that word but like i don't i mean not not wording but it's, I don't it's
4: not it's word. not it's nothing to he agree or disagree that, with it's it's nothing to agree or disagree with it's it just what it is i can't i you, look at what look at oh let's take oj simpson for example i cannot legally come on this podcast and call OJ. Simpson a murderer because he wasn't convicted of murder. That's just that that's just the fact. O, if OJ Simpson wanted to, he could sue me if I said OJ Simpson is a murderer. Now, truth be told, if OJ Simpson did something like that, he'd be tied up in litigation all day long. I go by what the legal system says to protect myself when I'm on the post-wrestling podcast to protect the, I don't want to speak out of turn on anybody's behalf. I don't want to be sued by Gable Stevenson, Dylan Martinez or the victim in this situation or, or anybody in, in that area. And if he, if, if they sealed the case, that's just what happened. That doesn't mean that he's an innocent guy. That doesn't mean he's, he's the, he's a dirty crooked guy. It just means that this is, this is what, this is what we're talking about. You got you, you, I I can't, I can't fix or, or put together facts in a way that are, that are convenient for me. I can't do that just because, you know, if I think just because the wrestling industry Is a trash industry a lot of times just because, um, if he was accused, I can't sit there and say, Oh, this guy is a this or is a that, or he just because he has those accusations attached to him, oh, let's just stop messing with them all together, you know what I'm saying? Because again, you people can atone. If, if, if he was like so if in a situation let's say he was found guilty and he went to jail and mm. he did his time in jail and he was out of jail does he not have the right to be employed that's that's a question you can answer it
1: i like I, I i think as far as this conversation goes but it's like i, I think we sort of looking at it in two different ways I think you like and even with the, the when we had the conversation about Jay Lee I think you mm-hmm. sort of it's about like the the legalese type thing about the situation like it's just strictly about that and what the court of law and how they address these situations and I think I also and I can admit this I sort of look at things just more from from a um Cause I I don't, I don't want to say human because that's like it's made it seem like you like and, 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 you hate criminals, you hate criminals, <laughs> Andrew. You
4: know, you want everyone in jail. Nah, nah,
1: nah, but it's not even that. It's like it's, it's even a situation of like you look at somebody and it's like, um, uh, something like, let's say somebody stole from fucking Seven Eleven or some shit right and they got right. accused it and and, and and they 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 they, they the the, and the court of law say they didn't steal from the 7 Eleven they deal still from the fucking 7-11 you know what i'm saying like it's it's, it's like sh- shit like that and, and like i think with stuff like this it's so layered and there's so much shit between this that we the mm-hmm. public don't know and and i think yeah. also to put to, to chris's point that's the the law's job is to break down that shit break down all of it yeah. and get to get into the nitty-gritty and find out like what's the truth and 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 what happened and what led all the way up into that point of the specific scenario which we're all talking about, uh, you know, in, in, in the general sense of, you know, these type of things going back and forth, so...
4: um, The next question is if Gable Steveson from the age of 21 to the age of 31 doesn't find himself in a situation like this ever again, does he still need to be judged on what happened at twenty-one years, or at 19, 18 years old, is is I
1: can't, I can't, that- speak for, I, I, I can't, I can't speak for to 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 that in a sense of like, I, I like I can make that decision for every single person that decides to view Gable Stevenson in a single way. Like there are people, um, not not taking the topic off of Stevenson, but like, and you know, I gotta go back to in this Austin Theory situation. There are people who view Austin Theory strictly based off of and and judge him based off of what uh, the speaking out allegation. And there are people who completely ignore the shit and then there are people who you know just view him as yeah. awesome 3D, WWE superstar and there are people who view him based under the light <laughs> of what he got <laughs> accused of two years ago and it's, 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 gonna, it's gonna be the same thing with David with Steven so I can't sit here and tell you like oh yeah well maybe 10 years from now he won't be judged in this way but that's not you know what I'm saying that, that's not my ultimate you know
4: what, decision uh, what, that for
1: everybody it's gonna, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be different people that view him in, in that way the same way how they view you know what's the the story
4: with uh theory though um i'm just curious he he got
1: he he got accused of you know having inappropriate behavior with a uh minor
4: okay all right yeah see that that kind of shit right there and i'm not for any of this stuff at all i'm i'm not but did, did 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 theory go through uh due process with the law the way Stevenson did with the district i, the I, I, I,
1: don't, I don't think any laws were but I, that, I, I think he was like yeah. taking off tv for a while mm-hmm. all right because
4: i, yeah, really, I like do that. i do think there's something to be said about um due process right um because that's the, like with with um mike mike tyson for someone example for example oh, yeah. um yeah. he 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 went to jail mm-hmm. and paid his debt to society so just by virtue of that he has the right to make his living in any way he sees fit or in any employers the way they want to hire him they he has he has that right so i'm just I, i i don't know if 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 and I feel better about the Gable Stevenson thing because he did go through due process. He did go through that. He did have the district attorneys a, a, a investigate him. This was serious stuff when it happened. Nobody took it lightly. Yeah. I'm sure he was yeah. he was sweating bullets when it happened. He went through his due process. Mm-hmm. Did Austin Theory go through due process? Did um what's his name? Um Darby Allen did he go through due process? Yeah. Did do like this is this is these are the things that need to be talked about when these situations happen. Um if they go through due process, what more can you do after that? And Steve Austin went through due process. Steve Austin mm-hmm. You know, and then him and uh, you know um, Deborah worked something out, but you know it's st- he still went through the 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 legal process for that, and and as as long as someone goes through that, it doesn't mean I don't have to like Gable Steveson. I I, I don't know what what his character is at the moment, but if he's gone through through due process then that means he at least deserves the benefit of the doubt until he proves that he doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt. That's all I'm saying.
2: And I think for me, the, the last two things I'll say on this, uh, Andrew, is number one, um, I feel like the only opinion that matters, and it's sad to say, is Vince McMahon's at the mm-hmm. end of the day, partic- when it pertains to Gable. Because – your employment is directly tied to the value they perceive in you.
3: And if
2: like, if the noise around Gable gets too hot, gets too high or the heat gets too hot, then I think they might do something. But as of right now, I don't feel like it's reached that level. And I feel like they feel, they think that the upside to Gable Stevenson is bigger and higher than the limit limitations or the downside of, of dealing with this brother so yeah I, I i think the other thing i will say andrew and i'm gonna turn it over to you is that this is something that a we probably like we probably now in hindsight you, you mentioned earlier andrew like th- sometimes you realize things in hindsight in hindsight like we probably should have had a, a one of our sisters on the show for this week for this conversation yeah, yeah. i do feel like that's a voice that is lacking in 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 these spaces sometimes we talk about yeah. these topics uh, but I do feel like this is something that people will have to decide on the individual level Andrew
4: like I, I just messaged uh, Chrissy and she just needs a date so she could come next month we, we just have to have a concrete Look at, date look at Chris them. out here talking topics and booking guests well look time. I want to be like like I said the last time I had this Gable Steveson uh, conversation was with two women mm-hmm. uh, and um They they were on Gable Steveson's side, I guess, if you want to say. So I want I I, you know I don't I think the diversity of opinions are on these topics are are ness are are uncalled are called for. I just I just don't know. Like I said, I I, like I don't know what further can be done with with Steveson. If WWE fires him for this tomorrow they'd be well within their rights to do it, especially the, the way that companies are. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just saying, like, as a wrestling community, like, we do... We, like, I don't see how you talk about Gable Steveson without talking about Austin Theory, without talking about Darby Allin, without talking about these other things. I just don't think that that's a... um just from a, a lot not even like a fair standpoint because i don't believe in the word fair but from a logic standpoint i don't see how you escape all these different scenarios right.
1: why i get so quiet
3: that's
1: the weight that's the weight of the stuff oh, we be talking oh, about yeah. here on the oh, 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 no, no no but uh but uh like to, to, to what Chris said I, like even to this day bro I still see people jumping down Austin Theory through all the time about the shit all the yeah. time like I, I there, there is never not a time when I don't see people jumping on Austin Theory about it I see people do it with Darby Allen when his name comes up and uh from from time to time like it's I don't think those things uh, ever go away, but I I, I think they don't, as as they don't ever is, uh, they never about, go away. Uh, I, I think it's best to say uh, what one of you just said about uh, having a diversity of opinions and that's all you, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I think that's, that's just what it comes down to as far as having these discussions, and just having a variety of different things.
4: Uh, uh, okay. So, so, so cause cause Gable Stevenson for at least the immediate future is going to be a big deal on WWE TV for at least the next seven, eight months. Are we going to have to talk about this whole thing every time Keith Stevenson's, Stevenson's name comes up? Is, I think
2: is, it depends on the audience reaction. Like, honestly, yeah. like I think the audience would dictate, you know, Vince is the ultimate arbiter in terms of he yeah. decides what's on TV, but then mm-hmm. the audience gets to decide whether we want this on TV or not. And so I think right. if the audience is accepting of Gable, then it probably won't, get a lot of chatter. But if there's a big, you know, kind of movement against this brother being on TV, I think we will talk about it because it'll be news.
4: Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I, I'm, I don't like right, to, to that to
1: that point. I don't think like social media is going to have that much of a impact on it because I like we there's multiple cases um of like certain situations coming up and like people have this like uprise on social media and then like it does not affect anything that relates to a television product like i think it's just strictly like what you kind of say earlier nate if, if it if it sort of gets to the point where they start feeling the heat of it then they, they're gonna have to they react. start messing with with sponsors yeah. like i think if it messes with yeah. the money exactly then, then we gonna mess with the money then right. yeah. then that's what you're gonna see some shaking
4: and that's the th- and that's playing the job right w, there.
1: there you
4: go wwe has data analysis and, st- and status statisticians who do look at this kind of thing? You know what I'm saying, and they're not seeing it affect the bet, the bottom line. That's why, uh, what's his name, uh, Velveteen Dream did end up in the nicest way because they did hire people. To look into that situation, they mm-hmm. came out and they were like, "Yo, this this guy is not worth the hassle." You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they, for some reason, they think G- Gable Stephenson is worth the hassle. In Austin Theory, they think he's worth the hassle too. Mm. You know.
2: Well, speaking about hassle, that's that's the and be- hey, look, that's the best transition you're gonna get, Andrew. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> speaking about hassle, let's talk about this man out here, TK money bag tone uh with aw we got some aw topics to talk about before we get to our uh listener feedback this week but uh we had some big things happen since the last time we talked over in aw andrew uh first of all you know we saw the the ascent and the rain and the descent of scorpio sky with the <laughs> TNT championship uh jay cargill still out here holding that tbs belt uh and and uh jonathan gresham officially put his name on that paper for aw so uh wherever you want to start we can talk about that brother
1: we should start off let, 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 let's start off with gresham I, I feel like every time we do this podcast it's always uh gresham always in the news doing something yep. man it's always he, he got he got something going on it's either he winning titles he put on a banger batches or this man signing his official uh a W contractor, and he's gonna be a part of the Ring of Honor roster. And like he, he's been like very open in these interviews, man. To like, um, you know, that he always wanted to wave the Ring of Honor flag, like that was very, very important to him. And like he, you know, he's getting a chance to do that. Um, like the the sort of the reaction that he got on, uh, on uh, what was that battle of the belts uh, against Dalton Castle? I feel like the crowd was sort of like in and out in terms of like the reaction to all. The, like, it, it, I, I, I feel like they just need to see Gresham a little bit more like they just need to see him a little, and maybe in like some more like high profile stuff and, and not that the Golden castle match wasn't like presented as in a high profile way but like y'all, y'all know what i mean against somebody that's like a of right. a certain popularity status and then like you know you get the sort of the vignettes rolling and stuff like that but gresham like you know he is going to be a part of the ring of honor roster so but yeah like to see him you know the, the news where i think it was put about uh the fight for select that he officially signed his deal with uh all the the wrestling to be a part of the ring, Ron Ross. So yeah, Gresham got a lot of, a lot of good stuff going in this way. He's the progress world champion right now. Yep. Um, I know he got, got injured in that match with Castle, I believe because he had to put out of his progress dates over the past several days. And they had him lined up for some shows, but that dude Gresham, man, he, he got stuff lined up. And um, I know WXW in Germany announced him for some stuff. Like, he, he do he he's making like a real nice paper on something. Right. Still got terminus light. Like, they, they, they doing this. Uh, him and Baron Black doing a uh, monthly promotion terminus. So yeah, Gresham got a lot of good things going on, man. And uh yeah, i about to say I'll kick it over to Chris. Like you we, we didn't talked about it plenty of times, man. Like he he's always in the news doing something. Something. He got something going
4: on. Right. Um I don't I want Gresham to be in AEW ROH and and do great things there. Um, I it's is AEW is just so like crowded. Not all. Oh yeah, it's just so crowded that I just mm-hmm. don't know like like who to have faith in as far as pushes are concerned anymore. I I do think he was yeah. great on Battle of the Belts um and i think he was great at the um ROH show um last you know um earlier this month he, mm-hmm. he i mean the guy is is fantastic i just don't like I, I often feel like in AEW and in WWE right now we're talking about in um AEW bl- the black talent is just it's they're forgotten about it's it's they they, they it's not like they they're being de pushed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just there are no ideas for them that that I could kind of recognize. The um the the Jay Lethal thing is, is that was like the first semblance of an idea that I like that a
1: storyline.
4: Yeah, where where it seems yeah. like they're they're taking that somewhere, but um, Jay Cargill, she does fine um and um nyla rose she does fine um but it's like you know i see these like these hints of things that never come into fruition um and um i I just don't i just it's not that i'm hopeless for the the black talent in (laughs) wrestling it's just i don't know how much consideration they get and that's what kind of like like um, it's like it's
1: hot like like it's hard to see like in the like the the distant future like what could come like I like, I get what you're saying right. with some, some talents it's like you can kind of see where they're going like you can kind of see like what's happening yeah. and like what's next and like what could come like even after they have a big title loss you could be like oh they probably will end up doing this but like I get what you're saying with some of the black talents, it's like after they after they have that big marquee match it's like well like yeah <laughs> like, it's, it's
4: it's it's to me it's like Brandon Thurston released that article um shout out to brandon thurston he released that article and i gave him a quote and he took the quote and published it which he had permission to do and then all these aw heads on um Online came coming for me. Uh, it's uh, like
1: got the, got the AEW and the Omos. Like, right, 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 right. You got AEW fans <laughs> to the right, yeah. almost fans to the left.
4: <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm a, I'm look, a facts
1: look, look.
4: guy, man. Uh, so like, push your I opinion
1: on side now, so they can come out to you too. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like I'm, I'm a facts guy. That's all I am. I love AEW. I'm not gonna try to play games with math to suit me. These are what the numbers say. AEW is not thriving with black viewers. This is a fact. This is a measurable fact. This is not something I if if you ask me which show I like better, AEW all day long. I love Way more than I love WWE stuff, but they have an issue with black Viewers, if we can't even be real about that, then 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 what the fuck are we doing? Is is the question that <laughs> I gotta ask? I mean, what, but, what but, are but, we? But,
1: doing? But, what would you what would you suggest? Like, I'm I'm pretty sure we all know an abundance of people that don't watch pro wrestling, right? Like, so right. What, so what would you do? What, what could you suggest that will uh, that could bring these people? Because I, I I know like I have friends that really don't keep up with pro wrestling like that but i know they'll like keep up with some stuff via social media like and and not even the wrestling aspect is more so like the things sort of surrounding it or in relation to it it's not necessarily like the actual in-ring product like what what can you do to sort of and 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 you and and you too nate like what what could some of these companies do to sort of like i i I, I, like obviously the obvious thing is like to present these black talents in a marquee light but like what else could you like what else can they do to sort of like bring in more black Mm -hmm. viewers because like i for for it it just seems like there's a lot of because i mean first of all there there are a lot of black people that do watch professional wrestling let me just say that right now i think black folks love wrestling like i think they always have we always Mm will like you know what i'm saying so but I'm, i'm like curious to like just to just to hear some opinions like what could professional wrestling in a whole do to like attract more black people in i'm like genuinely I, curious about that i think
4: i think the i think it's just about optics you know um and that's and that's the thing with the wwe they they attract so many more black viewers um than um w then um aew does because they just have um black people in prominent spots on that show and they're on the show every week. I think that's the first line. Um, I, I will do, I think it, it. I owe it to myself and to our uh, community here to kind of do a deep dive on this the only problem with it is to get some really good number crunching done with these kind of things it's 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 $2800 I'm I'm paying a a mm-hmm. data analysis for some uh for some research that I'm doing outside of uh wrestling on uh criminality so uh mm-hmm. you know so I don't really know exactly um what the um what this, what the solution to this stuff is? Yeah,
1: I, 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 I only don't, don't think it's no like concrete thing. I think it's like, I, yeah, I, I, right. I think it's impossible to yeah. like have some. Like I, I, just I, just to go back to, my, just to go back to my question, I think it's like completely yeah. impossible to like narrow it down to one thing. Like that's that's
4: all right. That, so that, let, let me let me uh, bring up Jim and the Holograms, the eighties cartoon. <laughs> Nate, no, would know what I'm talking about. So the the showrunner on Jim and the Holograms in the eighties. So Gemini Holograms used to come on uh, syndication Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings with a block of cartoons that were all for boys. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to make sure that boys watch Gemini Holograms also. So when you watch Gemini (laughs) Holograms from the 80s, they put a lot of action scenes right at the beginning of the show So if you were a boy and you were thinking about changing the channel, you see (laughs) this action, and uh, you would watch Jim and the Holograms. I was all about some Jim and (laughs) the Holograms in the eighties. For Mm. full disclosure, Mm -hmm. but that was but that was a strategic thing done by Mm. the showrunner of Jim and the Holograms. It wasn't even necessarily about. it was just, the, again, the whole optic thing of it. Like with WWE, you could say the stuff they're doing with almost is silly. You could say the stuff they're doing with, you know, Sasha is silly, whoever. You could say this stuff is silly, but the bottom line is when you turn it to WWE program in more than a few seg- segments, even if it's just... um Reggie chasing the 24/7 title, you see black faces. As a black person, this makes me want to continue watching it. Not as me because I, st- I see the goofiness behind all of this, but I'm talking about as mm-hmm. a casual viewer. you know what I'm saying? So I think Aew owes it to themselves to work on the optics. If we're if we're complaining, if Brandon Thurston writes an article, on April, the whenever it was, it was like within. If 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 um Brandon Thurston writes this article talking about the disparities of black viewership at the end of March, and by the end of April Scorpio Sky wins the belt and loses it by the end of April, <laughs> you guys are fucking tone deaf. That's all I could describe. That's the only way I could describe it.
2: First of all, shout out to Chris for the Jim and the Holograms uh, yeah. reference. Uh, you, you only get that here on the NWA podcast. Uh, I prefer the Misfits. Their songs were better.
3: <laughs> See, you, you know what I'm talking about. I know man. what you talk talking about. With, <laughs> but yeah. I, I think
2: optics is, is important, Andrew. Uh, what you said about the way you present your yeah. black and brown characters is important. I think the other thing is you need to have a show that can connect on some level culturally to that audience and it doesn't mean like the show needs to switch the theme to a hip hop beat (laughs) or, you know, it, it needs to be like super black, but like, there's gotta be something that resonates within the culture. Like, you know, going back to WWE, I think the best thing they did with the new day was let them be themselves because they were able to resonate with their audience. Um, and they were able to connect with their audience from a cultural standpoint. And so, yeah, like when you got somebody like Gresham, who I think is going to be great in this company, particularly, you know, getting ROH up off the ground uh, and being their flag bearer. Uh, or you got somebody like Keith Lee or Swerve or uh, Jade or Nyla, you know, Scorpio. Like there's so many talented black folks in this company. Right. Powerhouse, uh, Ricky Starks, like, like you can't like you can't make the excuse anymore, Andrew, that we don't have enough people because you yes. got the people. And they, they got yeah. some real good people. So the question is, how will you present them and how will you make them connect to the audience? Because at the end of the day, that's that's how you get tickets. That's how you sell tickets. That's how you sell pay-per-views. That's how you build stars is by having a connection with your viewers.
1: And, and you know, like, I know you mentioned them. I know we, we was going to talk about it, but uh, like Scorpio Sky, like him winning the title and then losing the title. Like for, for, for me, like, I always felt like Scorpio was like a better baby face than he was, there. and then like I I, I get the mm-hmm. the heel aspect, but I always thought like Scorpio just was more right. of like you, you want you want to root for for Scorpio opposed to like having a I mean and you know he he was getting a uh, you know a decent amount of like heel reaction through Dan Lambert and stuff like that, but like I feel like Scorpio was always yeah. better presented in that light as a as a baby face throwing yeah. somebody, so um you, you know but him losing the title that quickly, I like I, I feel like with Sammy. I feel like with them yeah. now, like they're, they're sort of looking at that. They're going to position right. that sort of next big baby face to sort of take the title off. i like, I know, right. I know even back when, uh, when, when Keith Lee first came in the AEW, I know people was like, Oh, well, you know, e- even if he did win that sort of face of the revolution ladder match, maybe he'll be next in line for that TNT title shot. And like, I feel like people like the, just judging off the react, cause like it is getting to the point, like where they're sort of having to alter the reactions, uh, that Sammy Guevara is getting in these, uh, right. On these yeah, yeah. rampage shows, like he's getting mm-hmm. smoked out the building, so like I feel like they're about <laughs> yeah. to try to use they 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 they're trying to use they about to use him to get somebody else over just by beating him. Right. Like it don't even matter. Like right. whoever beats him is going to be over. Like they, and they mm-hmm. they want to get a massive yeah. reaction just because people don't like the the Sammy Guevara character, or maybe they don't like the Sammy gavard right. <laughs> person because he you know but, but you know. But, um, yeah. but, but but like, going back to Scorpio, man, like, I feel like a case with him is now you're at a point where you gotta sort of go back to square one again. And, I mean, like, we, we talked we talked about this last time, like you got signed to a five-year deal, and we was all sort of the agreement that, like, you know, it, it, shit might not, you know, shake right away, but you got that gap time period. You know what I'm saying? But, like, at the same time, I feel like now yeah. you're back at square one with Scorpio, and I feel like him and either Page are great together like I, I i do enjoy their pairing but i think it's like if if we're going to do this like like i, I honestly would just rather have them two alone and let them just speak for themselves like and, and you know yeah. dan lambert is dan lambert but like i i feel like with f like either can talk by himself scorpio can yeah. talk by himself and i know they can do it together so if you want to continue in this role with them as a as a duo i would honestly like to see them just like, if, if if you're not going to, if Tony's not going to scrap Dan Lambert from the act, then have Scorpio and Ethan more so take on the role of doing majority, if not all the talking yeah. and let mm-hmm. them sort of get their point across right. in, this, in this scenario. And if you're not going to do that, then, dude, let's move Scorpio back into the baby face by and sort of, sort of tell that yeah. transitional uh-huh. story to him, you know. Yeah, go ahead, Chris.
4: I'm just, I'm at the point with AEW when it comes to the Black Talent, Scorpio Sky. I just want them to, to I just want to know that they're doing something with them. Um, just yeah. know that they care about these guys. I don't want to see these these guys on throwaway mat- matches on Rampage every week. Um, I want to see like these guys in a story that's fleshed out. Um, that's a good story. You know what I'm saying? The the WWE, again, it's the optics with WWE. It's not even like all the Black talent in WWE are doing good stuff. It's just the fact that they're on TV and you see these people on TV, it sends the message to the viewing audience, to the Black viewing audience, hey, this is for me. Even with Impact, who... Um, percentage wise by the university the universe of people watching impact on thursday night (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm still i'm still at school today man (laughs) that's where my brain is at but but the universe of people who watch impact on thursday night there are more black people percentage wise Mm -hmm. who are watching impact then are watching WWE. And I think it just, it all comes down to what we see on television. And what we see on television is multiple segments with black people on impact, multiple segments with um, black people on, um, uh, A- on on uh, WWE, not so much on AEW dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um this is something that needs to be addressed and and it it doesn't take much to care about your talent. Um just just to just so the audience knows that when you see these people on TV they're doing something um meaningful with 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 this talent. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you watch um
1: hey Chris, hey Chris, Chris go, go ahead and uh I want you to elaborate on what you mean by like care because I don't want people to take that out of context and like by saying like you oh, they, think Tony
4: Khan well,
0: don't
1: like you, 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 you know what I'm saying like
4: yeah they, yeah thank you for that Andrew and they will take it out of context and they and, and <laughs> even after I give them context they'll still <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I will
1: uh,
3: uh, yeah,
4: still
1: just, 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 just explain what you mean like when you, yeah. like you so so uh, like he, he not saying like Tony Khan like oh yeah fuck them like go good yeah. this
4: okay so when you watch WWE and you see What's the guy's name? Uh, Reggie, and he's chasing around the twenty four seven title like a dweeb every week. Every week, yeah. you, you you, it's stupid and silly and dumb, <laughs> but you but you still know what his purpose is, right? You know, yeah. when you turn it there and yeah. you watch it, it's like this guy has a purpose. is his, his purpose is to get with the white girl. Chase this chase, chase this W chase this 24-7 title like a dork and do athletic things in the process like oh what, goodness, what? you can you can explain uh you can explain Reggie's purpose in one sentence. Right. Can can you explain true, Jay Jay That's Lethal's true, purpose in one sentence? Hmm. Can you can you explain um, um, Swerve Scott's purpose in one sentence. Can mm-hmm. you ex? Can you explain Powerhouse House's ha? Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs's purpose in one sentence. We can't do that with AEW talent, and that's where the care portion of it. It's like. It's great that they're on TV. it's great that they get this uh primetime real estate on AEW Rampage yeah. and sometimes on AEW Dynamite, but without a purpose, it doesn't mean anything.
1: So, so, just, so just to add in real quick saying, I do I do want to play like devil's advocate a little bit on the AEW stuff. Like they are yeah. in a storyline. I, I do want to say because they, they're feuding with each like you, you the people we just mentioned, they like in a feud with each other right now, like Keith and yeah, Swerve. Yeah. Uh, Ricky yeah, and, 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 and Powerhouse yeah. like you, you know get, they got they, they got to play the conference they, they,
2: games first, Andrew. Uh, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> like what, what? Okay, so that's the thing. It's a, and it's great to see that. So you got the you conference games. You you got four you got four of the ble- the best black guys on your roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs versus. Uh, Swerve Swerve uh, and Keith Lee, you got yeah. them all at it they,
2: they fighting for the what, what, tag team What? Yeah,
4: what? 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 What's the, 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 yeah, exactly. The what? The what's the one, what? What? What happens after oh, this feud? Bro. Is it? Is it who? Who's the blackest of uh, feud? Like what happens after? Damn. Is just what I want to know. Like when, well, the, what you, the,
2: the winner, what well, you, obviously, Chris, you not so you're not paying attention. The winner yeah. of this game is the playing game to see who gets to uh, fight the acclaim next.
4: Okay, <laughs> that's the thing, and a acc- <laughs>
1: claim too. A claim is. I a love great. the acclaim, by the way. Like I love Hey, bro. Them. Hey, bro. Hey, real, real quick, just on the acclaim, real quick. They, they, that tag team has grown on me a lot. Like I, yeah. At, yeah. at, at first, at, at first, I was like, "What, like, what, the, what the fuck are we doing?" Like the, the, mm-hmm, the yeah. rapping thing. Like I, I was like, "I thought we pat," but like they, they are like really good, and like I'm, I'm, I. I I I hope that one day they do get a tags. title. like, they, they they're they're like yeah. a really good team yeah. together. Him and uh Caster and Bowen's like they they work really yeah. well together, bro. Yeah,
4: right. Yeah, so you know, it's just it's just and WWE has some black guys on their roster too that don't have any kill any clear purpose, but they yeah. do have a lot of black yeah. guys on their roster that do have clear purpose. You know, and I just think that day that AEW is kind of missing that component with their black t- black talent. Mm-hmm. And it might not yeah. be just a it might not be a black thing with AEW. It might just be certain guys are prioritized more than others, but but for me I always notice it the most with right. the black guys cuz I'm black myself.
1: And, and, you know, and, it, no, but you, you yeah. no, Chris, just just on that. I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm a jumping on that cuz I I I don't think it's necessarily a thing of you so sort of sort of noticing that specifically with A I, I think it's just but between them and WWE, I think it's just two completely different things. I want y'all sort of hit me out on this. With with, with WWE and you are talking about the black talents, like I think it's because we sort of expect less from their on-screen product that's like right. that allows us to sort of look at it for from a service level. Cause like when you look at a biggie, we, we literally were just talking about it. that man was not doing a fucking thing like of importance or yeah. relevance or that anybody cared about after losing the WWE title. And that was literally yeah. tra- the trajectory. Of him losing post WWE title, like there was no, yeah. he was not sniffing that title, like, and I, I don't think he would like if, if the injury didn't happen. Of the injury, unfortunately, uh it, it did, but I, I, I really still don't know if he would even be like ne- next yeah. in that next line or contention for that title. And like when you look at a Kofi Kingston, like it, I, I think it's because we have sort of. Grown to expect less out of WWE's on-screen product that allows us to sort of put that like well, to the wayside, and then when you do have somebody like you said, like a Reggie who is consistently positioned in that twenty-four-seven title spot, and we consistently see him, it's like for real, for like, bro, that that's like bottom of the barrel shit, and like they literally throw anybody in, and you could say to fucking <laughs> Tazawa, like Tazawa's always yeah. in that shit all the time, you know what I'm saying? But like with but, AEW, yeah, the yeah. thing is, now it we all though. Like with AEW, the thing is, like you got like a a Swerve Strickland and a Keith Lee and a Powerhouse mm-hmm. Holmes and a Rick these stars who are like marquee talents you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah. i think from your perspective chris you just you 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 view them solely as like a hey, these are like top guys that can literally be leading a promotion or leading this organization or doing these things mm-hmm. and that and right. when you see them all together it's like well why why can't why can't they get a storyline like a then? why can't they get the storyline like a hey man why can't they be with Adam Cole's more. and, and, yeah, and, 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 and that's, that's the thing but you but that's i think that's because that also lends to aw's uh, quality of their product like in and, and most mm-hmm. sort of the fact that like we see these high-def storylines where yeah. people are always in the mix and there's always some shit going on that when you see the black thylans over there it's like well i want to see that for them and then opposed to wwe it's like when, when, so when, when you do consistently see the feature and some cool shit does happen it's like oh yeah look at that that's what's up but like i think it's also because a lot of us have sort of um grown to expect less from that product opposed to what uh-huh. we get on AEW you know what I'm saying
4: right but even but even with the with the bare minimums that de, that WWE gives it gives a tag team like the New Day um the one thing that they did with the New Day very very well is every time the New Day came out there they were selling a new product
2: You know what I'm saying? No, whether it it was booty,
4: booty or T-shirts or whatever. (laughs) So I think subliminally, I don't have evidence to back this up, but I think subliminally, subliminally, what that tells us is that these people have merchandise that, Mm -hmm. that it tells us that they're important and that you need to at least buy this. We watch wrestling more sophisticated than casual black fans right we're watching wrestling as to the storylines oh this is dumb that's dumb and that's dumb but i think a casual fan who is a probably a nielsen viewer who watches this stuff just sees oh okay um these are black people on tv let me see where this goes um Mm -hmm. same same thing with the Jim and the holograms uh debate christy (laughs) marks is is the is the creator's name the showrunner shout out to christy marks but the same with that it's like okay i can at least reel the boys in even though this is a girls show Mm -hmm. i can reel the boys in with this level of action and stuff and i don't think that um any like they don't, I don't think AEW has a grab with their black talent. I think that grab could be Swerve Scott, but we just haven't yeah. seen him hit that yet. You know,
2: I just think it could be anybody that we just named Swerve, Deep yeah, anyway. Lee, uh, yeah. Scorpio,
1: the, the acclaimed Ricky Powerhouse.
3: Yeah,
2: I think Jade it, it, is Jade,
4: yeah,
1: Jade on Jade on top, bro. Yeah, she yeah. On top. she's on top. I think top, it's bro. It, like Interesting that. that you brought oh, up you expectation,
2: Andrew, because uh, you brought up expectation, and I feel like that plays into part of it for me, speaking personally. But I also think, and maybe y'all don't feel this way, but I feel this way. Like, ever since the Swole situation, mm-hmm. I look at TK a little different now.
4: Right. And I, so I definitely... when
2: the black talent is maybe not positioned as well as they could be, I noticed that more than maybe I even did before, because it's like, oh, OK, we, we see you, Tony, because it's like before maybe there was an excuse like, oh, I didn't know. I wasn't aware. Now there ain't no excuse, Tony. You got the yeah. talent. You you had people that have talked to you, whether it's in the scrums or whether it's online, like we want more from the talent of color in this company. And so it's like I, I feel like the level of what I expect from an AW product when it pertains to the black talent is higher than the WWE, so yeah, maybe I, maybe the little scraps we get from Vince, I'm cool with, just mm-hmm. because I don't mm-hmm. expect more than yeah, exactly. Vince. Whereas Tony, yeah. Tony, Chris, Tony came out here and told yeah. me he was gonna give me a five course meal, and right now I'm just sitting here with a ham sandwich.
4: I need more right. Tony. Yeah, and that's the thing food. too, and I don't, I don't like the narrative that Tony, because I don't believe it. First of all, I don't believe that Tony Khan. Doesn't care about black people. I don't believe that Tony Khan. Um, I don't believe that AEW is a white boy promotion. I do think that in the beginning of AEW, he did out. He did what he set out to do. You mm-hmm. had a black tag champ. You had Nyla Rose as champ. You had a uh, not Sheeta. Um, what's what's? Why am I blanking on the uh, girl's name? Th- Rio? Rio, Rio. Rio. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had her as the um, first women's champion. So there was diversity there. It's yeah, just. Hey,
1: hey, hey, Chris, real quick. just, just I, I ain't going to cut you off, man, my bad, but like, just like, I think there also needs to be a conversation like about, uh, like exactly like what diversity is like, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, right. it's, it's not just one thing. And I, I even heard, I heard Andreas Hill say this when, uh, we did a, uh, a show like a couple months back, Yeah, but like diversity is like, it, 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 it is, you know rule for black talent and stuff and when you say that word i think people need to be more like when they say they, yeah. what they're looking for They need to be very specific about what you're saying because diversity yeah. is having more women involved it's having hispanic asian right black people as yeah, well diverse, people like people, yeah, people, are, people are, no, but, 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 like people are different sexualities that's all that encompasses yeah. diversity yeah, you know di- what i'm saying so di- I, diversity I you say that word they need to be what well, well, people referencing that word to specific wrestling product. They need yeah. to be very specific in what they ask. The,
4: d- diversity is the least of WWE's problems and the least of AEW's yeah, problems. Yeah, they they have they, exactly. got the diversity. They have a there. diverse roster, right? I, I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. like on for the purposes of this show, I am specifically talking about the black people. Um, I bought the diversity topic came up because uh, Nate uh was talking about what what Tony Khan promised us and yeah. he he's barely delivered on it. Um he hasn't it wasn't it's not like he's not delivered on it at all. I'm not with the narrative that you know s- certain, you know, writers and stuff have where oh AEW is is the white company because WWE was the white company for 50 years and I put up mm-hmm. with it. So I mean, I I may, I am willing to let AEW grow. Um look, when I call <clears throat> when I emailed um AEW press and asked for a press pass for next month's event, someone got back to me in 24 hours in 24 hours the right person when i emailed the right person when i emailed the wrong person that's that's another story but when i emailed the right person they got this was
2: and, emailing cody cody yeah,
4: the press yeah, pass, yeah, cody? Yeah, yeah. he was like f you dude uh, <laughs> cody all right now nah, but yeah but 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 you know i'm aew is more fan friendly you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like the the fact that i was like yo um i represent post wrestling um I need a press pass for this event. Can you please hook it up? And she was like, you know, hey, come back at me. Um, she she was like, um, I'll let you know um, when they're done or if there's going to be a problem with getting them done or whatever. She was a very nice person that got back in contact with me. So I think AEW is fan friendly. Um mm-hmm. I, I seriously doubt that WWE. This is the difference between AEW and WWE. WWE cares about the press, like um, the mainstream press. AEW cares about the mainstream press and the wrestling press, you know? um. So they're, they're definitely, there's room to grow. I don't think, I don't think we're going to get into Tony Khan's uh, ear, uh, by demanding apologies and you know, telling him to go F himself and calling him names and stuff like that, the guy's a, a, a billionaire, uh, how many times over seven, eight times over? Um, so you, you, you do ha- just like I have to do in pol- in my political jobs, you, do, we do have to kind of finesse this but we also have to just keep it on the front page you know what i'm saying it's not something we could forget about mm. but it's not but i don't think it's necessary to like be accusatory adam and stuff like that when it comes to uh The the black talent because I I just don't see what purpose that serves.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't think we need to be accusatory. I do think we need to hold Tony accountable. Right. To the things that he has said he is going to do. Right. And so in in times when we feel like maybe he's he's slipping a little bit, we do need to remind him like, hey, Tony, like this is what you said was going to happen. Yeah. We're not seeing it. You know, we're not we're not coming at you with pitchforks, but we are saying you know we do want to see the change that you promised.
4: Right. And I'm going to reserve all the uh, uh, Black wrestling questions to um, uh, our homie, Righteous Reg, who does the thief song for this show. <laughs> he, he, he's very, he does a very good job at, of asking those questions at the scrums and the press conferences or whatever. So I'm going to leave that to him. Um, and I also want uh, Post to get invited back to more of these things.
2: <laughs> so, uh, you say you're going to be on your good behavior then.
4: Uh, yes. And and also, um, I'm representing uh, kings of sport, too. You know what I'm saying? So I want to make sure that um, we, we're – I, I want to be as fair as possible, but hold them accountable. And I think yeah. that's the best thing. Thing. And, and, Phil, and, and shout out to Righteous Reg because he does that He doesn't, Righteous Reg goes to these press conferences and he asks these questions but he doesn't ask them in a way where he where it puts uh, TK on mm-hmm. the defense. If you watch the last media scrum that uh, Reg was at uh, at the ROH show um, Tony Khan felt he glossed over one of regs questions and then actually uh stopped he, uh, he, uh, another reporter asked him something and he actually went back He was like wait i actually want to uh mm-hmm. go back to your question reg because i think i kind of glossed over it and you know that's how you move these people man um, and tell us what you want us to do to kind of move this thing forward as well, you know because we're all we're we're just talking heads, but we you know we we go by what the feedback of the audience tells us they want us want us to do as well
2: yeah so shout out shout out to red shout out to you know our good brothers shout like uh, uh rich uh rich fans. Yeah. shout out to uh you know people like cam like i like yeah. i think I feel like Ten years ago, maybe Andrew, like we were scattered, but I yeah. feel like now in this time you're, you're hearing a lot of voices, a lot of black voices, a lot of female voices, uh, you know, a lot of quote unquote diverse voices that weren't there at the table a decade ago, and I think that's that's ultimately what you want to see.
1: For sure, no, hundred percent, man. I think the wrestling media space is like uh, it, it's become very much like you. you start to, I'm starting to see a lot of more people that look. Just like me, and I, I'm pretty sure it's people who've been doing this a uh, lot longer than me that have been in those spaces. Man, have been in this space that have like sort of seen the, the growth as well. So it, it, it's it's cool to see, like specifically talking about the uh, the wrestling media space, man. There's a lot of people doing like a lot of different cool shit, and a lot of people moving up, um, in, in terms of like like getting get into these different spots and like getting being able to uh, you know, whether it's interviews or, or or whether it's you know media scrums or whether it's you know hosting a variety of different podcasts that's a a lot of people doing a lot of different cool shit man and i think wrestle media is on the up and up as far as uh you know having more diverse people within the mix
4: right and shout out to uh post wrestling and shout out to fightful and all these um different outlets sports kita that are putting us in these places you know Uh, Yeah, the torch, you know, because we belong in we do belong in these spaces because we have voices and we want to be heard. And if I'm going to be patronizing your product, I want to at least know you're doing right by my people, you know. Yep.
2: And uh, speaking of doing right by the people, we're going to wrap things up with some listener feedback. I (laughs) I I don't know if you're ready for this, Andrew, because we have two questions sent to us by a friend of the program and notorious, infamous uh, hater out there in Chicago, Mm -hmm. brother Jermaine Jones. Uh, Shout out to Jermaine. (laughs) Jermaine's got two questions. The first one, we already know where he's going with this. So uh, question number one, fellas. If you three guys had a wrestling promotion of your own, what type of wrestling would you have? The sports-based kind where wins and losses matter, or the kind where you have a full-grown man as Scrappy do? like we we, you ain't slick jermaine we see the roman shade a mile away brother uh but
3: let's let's answer that
2: question if if we did have a wrestling promotion like andrew you can go first like what would be kind of the promotion you would want to present
1: but that's i mean i i i think just based off knowing my wrestling habits i do like the um like the wins and losses type of format, but also I do understand that there are people who do like the entertainment aspect. And I ain't gonna lie, I, I, there's a part of me that does enjoy that as well. Like, I do kind of like all sort of slices of the pie, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, as far as my wrestling goes, and I like to see a variety of different stuff, and then there's times where I'm like very much in-ring base, and then there's times where I'm like, well, I kind of want right. to see, like, the story and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think it's like no, like, um really exact way to put it, but like, so, sort of like a mixed bag, I guess is like the best way to, to, to put it, but I don't want like one specific thing. Like, I there are times when I do mm-hmm. enjoy just the in ring product, and then there's times where I want to see some like fucking like long story, and then there's sometimes why I enjoy the the entertainment a- aspect of it when it's not like super goofy, when it's like actually like entertaining to me. So, yeah, it, I would say the best part of the way to put it is like a mixed bag of stuff.
2: Yeah, I think for me, Chris, like. You know, and it, it's funny, like, the old saying is, like, the best something ever is is the first time you discover it. And and so, like, you always get kind of clouded by that nostalgia. You know, right. like, for me, like, musically, like, 90s music, like, 90s R&B, 90s hip-hop, like, early mm-hmm. 2000s R&B. Like, that's my sweet spot. And yeah. so, like, I can still listen to new stuff, but, like, that's going to be my go-to. And so right. for wrestling, like, what kind of brought me in was – like the old NWA and, right. you know, later became WCW and that Southern style mm-hmm. of wrestling. And we see bits and pieces of it in the NWA. Uh, we see bits and pieces of it in uh, AW even, uh, but I would go for like a Southern style promotion that was culturally relevant today, if that makes sense, Andrew, like where we got defined good guys and bad guys, where we got, you know, these these feuds that people think are real. Like, you know, yeah. the, 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 the police is actually called out because you know New Jack is in Smoky Mountain cutting a promo uh thanking uh O.J. Simpson uh for being one of you know being one of the good ones keep up the good work brother uh, yeah you know, like I, I like that like kind of believability so i do, I have like a southern yeah. style promotion but with like modern sensibilities and modern uh ring work you know the modern quality of today's bell to bell uh work uh so like if you could combine Smoky Mountain wrestling and like Ring of Honor I guess that's where I'd be Andrew, <laughs>
1: that's, a, that's a good comparison. That's actually a really good comparison. That that'd be an interesting promotion, because I mean, you right, kind of you kind of yeah. getting you kind of getting all sides of the coin with that, like the yeah. promo ability, getting the in ring work. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like some funny shit mixed in there at some point. Like that. that, that oh yeah, oh yeah. And my like, really and my promotion will be super black. Like like, yeah. like, all the
2: champions except for maybe the TV champ will be black. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if I had a promotion, um. First off, I I I do want a a lot of this toxicity to be alleviated from wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I would want um a guy like Gable Stevenson or Lee uh, um Darby Allen or whoever to come into these companies with just a clean bill of, bill of health, so to speak. So we don't have to consistently have these log debates over these fuckers um it's it's a it's taxing Mm. and i and so that's one of the things that i would have in the wrestling industry i would just you know um do a do a better job of um because i think the biggest problem with with uh with wrestling right now is not so much that these he said she said scenarios happen it's just that when they do happen the companies don't want to address them head on they just want to kind of um sweep them under the rug whereas when a guy like me is hired for stuff like that it's my job to face this stuff head on you know what I'm saying so I'm not afraid to do that you know I'm like hey this is these are the mitigating circumstances this is what happens all you could do is do good from here on out all that stuff so that's one of the things I would do in a wrestling company that's the main thing I would do after that as far as booking is concerned concerned I um I would like definitely have you know guys that I see tests well with, uh, with audiences, you know, like what are the, what is this guy's segment and who needs to be pushed? And Mm -hmm. I would look at guys I believe in and think I could turn into what um, I think the audience will accept, you know? Um, And, and if it's, if it's a guy like Roman Reigns, great. If it's a guy like Finn Balor, great. You know what I'm saying? But um, I do. I would like to see... A, I think the biggest problem people have with Roman Reigns is with that guy, same problem people have with Cena, same mm-hmm. problem people have with Hogan, is it seems like there's only room for one at the top. Right. Whereas in the Attitude Era, you had Austin and Rock and they would go back and forth switching places from a top guy. And then you'd have a guy like Mick Foley or Triple H or someone like that. Um, And I think that the biggest problem with, um, and and this is WWE's business model as well. So you kind of have to understand it from that perspective as well. They, their business model is we have a top guy And everybody else is just there to feed off that top guy. Hmm. Um, I don't necessarily love that model though, you know? Um, And um, I would kind of go more along the AEW route, but also like with the problem with the AEW route, I I don't think everybody gets to be the world champ. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I do think there needs to be, um, not everybody in Destiny's Child Is Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? Is there's Mm. Beyonce and then there's you know whoever not not everybody in the Jackson five (laughs) could be Michael. There's Michael Jackson and then you guys are there to be be background to uh Michael Jackson's greatness. Yeah, you know? this,
2: this, this Tito slander is is uncalled
4: for. I know. He's mm-hmm. you know what? He's my favorite after Michael too. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Tito was a bad was a bad man, man, but that I digress. Um uh,
2: so Jermaine's second question is in 2022, how much eye candy belongs in pro wrestling? Look, let's keep it real. Beautiful women do increase ratings and ratings bring in money. But I don't want to turn on wrestling and watch women in mud and women in bikinis. Uh, In parentheses, I'm also imagining how NXT 2.0 was marketed. Uh, He's
1: like, maybe. Where, where, where Where is that happening in wrestling though? (laughs) Yeah, i'm not trying to like not Not even recently like when the fuck is that happened like in wrestling years like, I'm yeah. she, like oh was,
4: oh yeah no, they know? oh come on man yeah. vicky guerrero they had her no 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 but her.
1: i'm i'm I'm, ta- I'm talking about like more of like the last what's it 2022 let's say the last like mm. six years or so like when when does that happen since like 2015 2016 like you know what I'm, I'm saying? saying like probably, I mean you talking not, about I, like but I I I I mean 2017 like, maybe
4: Yeah it was it was like 2016 but, 17 something like that what, what what what
1: like I'm I'm talking about just specifically like not not even specifically like just pertaining to women in wrestling like I can't like when when was the last time like a uh, like a match like I'm I'm talking about like responding to his question like I'm I'm like mm. curious as to, like when anything of that sort cuz like the last time I could, I could remember like anything like that was something that uh that Chris mentioned with the Vicky Guerrero with her send-off stuff but that wasn't like, yeah, a, like a... that, that, that yeah. was like one of those things where she I like just pushed into it like it wasn't like yeah. a a match like it was like one of those prop yeah. things but like I'm talking about yeah but like I'm
4: yeah,
1: talking they, about like as far as strictly like women in, in pro wrestling being presented in like on the in the same light as the men do like yeah I I feel like that's been going strong since like 26. 2015, maybe even yeah, I 2014. Think,
4: like and we I, you know I think, think we owe triple triple but, but, H a thank you for that too, because I think he spearheaded the movement
1: in um, WWE
4: against that crowded crap, right? Because uh when, when was the last time they had the butterfly title in WWE? Um it, it, I it, got,
1: it got retired at WrestleMania 32.
4: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, so, you know, that, you know, I think, I think like, look, Roman Reigns is, is eye candy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't give a F what any woman says. <laughs> I've seen it. I And this is anecdotal evidence, but I've seen enough of it <laughs> to know that Roman Reigns is eye candy for yeah. the ladies you know what i'm saying um and for you know i th- i think you you it's okay to have uh uh attractive men and women in wrestling because yeah. um, because that's part of the draw but at the same time like
1: 99.9 percent of the people on all and, of these shows and, are yeah. beautiful and, people and, and yeah. they and they can you can you finish this question real quick because I, I feel like I cut you off when you was like did he have anything else to say like at the end of uh, that,
2: yeah. He just went on to say, um, you know, uh we—I—I'm I, not opposed to a little eye candy, but you can have a balance uh, of both. Right. Like, I guess he's saying okay. the balance of the eye candy stuff, but also presenting these people as capable performers.
4: Right. So I mean, um, I
1: mean, I'm, I'm I'm trying like, like process like what like what exactly that he's like more so asking because I mean like what's wrong with having like. Yeah good looking people
2: yeah i think the line like for me personally like i don't know if this is the line jermaine was going for but the line i would make is like i think like like i just said like everybody in it like it's an aesthetic business in a lot of ways hey hey,
1: hey, Hey, real quick once you finish your point can you can you reread this question real quick for me once you finish your point
2: yeah uh so like i think it's like an aesthetic business so like you gotta look good to be on on tv like you know there's a reason for so many years russell's like you know hey i gotta get tv ready brother You know, it means I have to make myself more presentable. Um, I think the line I would make is there's a difference between, like, Bianca looking like a damn star and looking uh, beautiful coming out of WrestleMania versus how they tried to promote NXT 2.0 on USA a few months back where it was like, oh, it it almost felt like them late night commercials where they had the shots of Mandy Rose. Yeah. Like, I felt like that's like you're trying way too hard, Vince,
3: to – so uh and, the and, sex.
1: NXT 2.0 is like the like horniest show in the world. That shit yes. is But like yeah. last yeah. last night wait way better when they was promoting uh Last Legend versus uh Nikita Lyons, he was like people got permission to be horny on main.
3: I was like <laughs> yeah. I was like, like what? Hey,
2: bro, what? <laughs> yeah, like, oh so God, that bro. that would be the line to me Andrew is like when when it goes a little too over the top with
4: it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I th- I think for me that's the line as well. It's like when, um, like I I could have did without seeing the uh, Corey Corey Graves stuff with um, his uh, what's her name, why, Melo. Why, why do you hate Love, Chris? I don't hate Love. It's just the <laughs> the, the the insane like amount of making out just to like, I, like I I don't know what it's what it's leading to, you know. That's Chris hate.
1: Chris uh, hate. That's all it is. My, he hates it. love, man.
4: Oh, yeah. Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, 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 I keep all that stuff with myself in its proper context. I'm not on these streets doing it, but um, I do... <laughs> Chris I do. Said he ain't
2: out here getting this Sammy Guevara on.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> jizzing on titles and all that. Yeah.
1: Oh man. Here we go. Oh, man. And,
4: but, but I think oh, that's. I think that might be kind of <laughs> like one one of the things uh Damn. Jermaine might be leading to also, because you know that kind of stuff is silly. You know what I'm saying? And and, and yeah. you can't be like surprised at Sammy Guevara getting getting booed when he's you, you know him and his women are like yo let's. Like yeah, we 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 jizzed on the belt, and uh, <laughs> and now you're wearing it. Ha ha! You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it, it, I I do hate that kind of stuff. And and Sammy and um Sammy and uh take take uh they're they're good looking people, but you don't. Know, that that's like low hanging fruit right there in my opinion.
2: But uh, to, to go back and uh, give you the question again, Andrew. uh, So for, for clarification from brother Jermaine, uh, he says in 2022, how much eye candy belongs in pro wrestling? Let's keep it real. Uh, Beautiful women increase ratings and ratings bring in more money, uh, but I don't want women wrestling in mud or in bikinis. Uh, You can have a little eye candy, uh, but I think there needs to be a balance.
1: The, the, this brother don't want no beautiful women in wrestling that's what he's saying right now shame, shame, right. shame on you Jermaine cause I, 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 I like yeah. basically Jermaine out here like, body shaming Jermaine don't want no fine women well, in wrestling you know what Jermaine I have to disagree with you my brother you are I'm going to respectfully disagree with Jermaine I do not want your uh your your, your 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 opinions to come true brother because they yeah, are man. i mean but i mean, I mean but if you've been, if you if you've been completely but there are plenty of women in pro wrestling who who look fucking amazing and are very very good right. and great wrestlers bro like yeah. so i mean like i mean i, I, I th- thank you for submitting your question uh jermaine but brother
4: yeah. No. Uh, maybe <laughs> may, maybe one of these maybe okay. one of these days we need to bring Jermaine on so he could like cl- add some clarification. Like my whole thing is if you are a, I'm I'm not here to tell a woman what what's acceptable or what's not acceptable just like I don't want somebody who's not black telling mm. me what they think is acceptable for a, a the way a black person acts. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I like with uh, B- Becky Lynch because I might have had this conversation with Jermaine before. Um, I made an observation one time because uh, Becky Lynch's attire got way, way more sexy um, <laughs> as it's evolved to this. You know where it's just. Ass all out, right? Uh, and you know, hey, if that's if 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 that's how she uh, wants to get down, who am I to say, hey, don't wear that? If, if it's okay with USA standards and practices, mm-hmm. if it's okay with uh, her, and she made that decision on her own to start wearing that attire, then who? who, who Bro, the I don't, I don't, I don't even
1: think that I, I don't even think that stuff is like something to, like. Not, not not to specifically what you said but I'm saying like I don't even think that stuff is like something to get that like it's fucking ring gear, you know what I'm saying? Like,
4: right, but but it's, it's but, ring gear. It's not it's not anything to get worked up over. But I
2: Jermaine's Jermaine yeah. old right to sense ass out here. Yeah,
1: get him out of here, bro. Get him out
3: of people, here. People look. have their
4: uh. People have what they, what they like and what they don't like. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like, they, it's, it's, it's just, it's, yeah, it's a matter of what you yeah. deem as tasteful versus what I deem as tasteful. And some people watch wrestling and they're like, yo, and I've heard people say this, I've gotten to this conversation with uh, Mike Knox before um, about you know, my children watch this stuff with me, and there's certain things that I want to see or don't see. My answer to that is to just, yeah, just don't watch it, man. Because that's the thing, and that's how I kind of handle stuff that gets on my nerves, is I do not watch it or support mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? It was like Nate was saying about uh, Gable Steveson, or if it's if if enough people don't watch then the message will be received loud and clear. And the same thing with with when it comes to gratuity, that gratuitousness, that if you think something is gratuitous, all you can do is act on your own and not watch it. And maybe you could get lucky on Twitter and find a Twitter mob that'll follow you to not watching (laughs) something. But there's not a lot we can do about that.
2: Yeah, so uh, Jermaine, you and Stevie Riches and Ivory can uh, start your little Twitter <laughs> group and uh, talk <laughs> yeah. talk about these shameful women in the WWE. But but no, in all seriousness, I, I think uh, you know Chris and Andrew both brought up good points, man. And yeah, like if if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Uh, but we do like we do appreciate Jermaine in all seriousness. Yeah, the, I, I yeah love Jermaine. Yeah, yeah. You, he's a good brother, even if he got an irrational hate of that man Roman Reigns.
4: Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And know, and one one of these days I'll have him uh we could have him clarify because I don't think it's fair to uh the all even though we're joking with them because we always joke on Jermaine. I I <laughs> I, I do think he does at least deserves to like eloquently state his point and then you know then we, we could joke. Yeah, then we could joke. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, uh, uh,
2: uh, but, uh, yeah, that's that's going to just about do it for this month's edition of the NWA Podcast. And, yeah, once again, thank you to Jermaine for the feedback. Like Chris said earlier, you know, part of this show was just about having that diversity of thought, man, and everybody bringing their experiences and their thoughts to the table so we can, we can chop it up. Uh, but before we get out of here, Andrew, and uh, before I hit Chris with one final question, uh, what what you got to promote to the people, man? What 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 good interviews you got going on at the YouTube channel? What you got going on here? At Post let the folks know, nephew.
1: Yeah, they can. Uh, everybody can check out all my written work over at uh postwrestling.com and I'm, i I got so a some some uh know a, a quite a quite a few interviews up on the YouTube channel. New interviews. I put one out with marie that I recorded down in Dallas. Uh, interview referee Yali Sapphire. Man, I was supposed to interview her down in Dallas, man, but she was busy putting in that work at the uh, Mission Pro Wrestling show, so I wasn't able to catch up with her. Uh, but we went and did one over Zoom. I just put an interview out with uh, Nick Wayne. Of course, everybody knows the sign AEW, and he uh, he confirmed to me that he does have to graduate high school in order for the deal to go into effect, which was uh, which which is real cool, man. And it's uh, yeah, that, that that was that was a cool conversation. So everybody go check that out. Got some more stuff coming out in the coming weeks, man. So yeah, go support. Uh, I put everything up on my Twitter and on my Instagram. So yeah, uh, yeah, just go show your boys some love, man. On on those uh, those interviews.
2: That's what I'm talking about, Andrew. Uh, yeah, your brother's working hard, man. So go support Andrew, uh, whether it's in print or whether it's uh, with the YouTube interviews, man. Show this brother some love, uh, Chris. Uh, what you got to promote, and where can the people hit you up? Because I know some folks gonna want to come for you uh, after this episode. Where can they find you on social, brother?
4: Oh yeah, you can yeah find me at uh, KMEZDoesIt. Does it? Um, you could you could Google. Uh, christopher ely chris with a k um and ely um and you will find all kinds of shit about me online you go i'm sure my rate my professors uh, scores will come up and stuff um this i'm working with um uh some former uh prisoners this week um so um that you know that's kind of um on friday um okay and yeah that's that's when anytime we talk about criminality you know that 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 kind of shit is near and dear to my heart you know what i'm saying because it's you know I, i work with people who are trying to get their right life back on track or falsely accused and all this other stuff um I um have my dissertation coming out in print. Um and like it's it's coming together very, very nicely. So um I can't wait for um because it's gonna get published, I believe. I can't wait for everybody to read that. And then also I have um my um show The Easy Attack, where we talk about a bunch of non-wrestling uh political issues. Um And I did my first episode on, um, uh, Monday and the plan right now is to do it, um, every, um, every Monday and Friday. So you can, um, go to, um, YouTube and, uh, easy attack one word E A S Y A T T A C K. Um, and just subscribe to my channel and, uh, yeah man this is this has been great i, I always love having uh these discussions with you with you brothers um and um they're um as uh draining as they can be they're important things to talk about so uh you know it is is it's, it's it's just you know it's always gotta you know keep Everybody on their toes, so it's it's important, and um, hopefully, and then hopefully next month I'll have some content for uh, the the King of Sports channel, and for a post um, at the uh, AEW Media Scrum, and hopefully I score some interviews for for us. Hopefully, um, you know, all I'm trying to do is increase our profile, uh, not by being a hot take guy or anything, just by you know being quality people on the pot in the podcasting space.
2: No doubt, brother. No doubt. Um, as for me, you can find me, uh, not only here on post wrestling with the NWA podcast, as well as the Rocky my via picture show, uh, which is on hiatus, but you never know when it might come back. Uh, so stay subscribed. (laughs) You already know. And
4: also, as when we get off air, I'll be listening to some uh, uh Andrews uh <laughs> of interviews over <all> right, on <laughs> his YouTube channel. So I, I you would know,
2: you that. know, hey, if you if y'all want to hear more from Andrew, not just Appreciate with the that, interviews, brother. go to the archives and check out his review on the Rocky
1: Mountain via Pic Show of Planet, Planet, Planet Fifty
2: One with <laughs> Jorge Blanco.
1: I said Planet Twenty Four. Uh, Andrew uh, talking 51, about one of his favorite childhood movies. But the I, my 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 favorite line from that <laughs> is that but but we were talking about some movie and they talking about some I still had Simbalac on my breath when <laughs> it yeah yeah I was like man bro hey hey bro I, I was I was about to leave the room after that I was like hey they got no good response I don't got no good joke come back on that. all day. I was hurt off that because that shit was actually funny. Man, it, it, just, hit uh, a little too
3: deep. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was
1: like, I, I, I ain't had no good comeback. I ain't had nothing damn. I was like, damn, he just man, this motherfucker gonna stomp me. I was like, that right. was an L right there. And that shit man, was funny though. But, uh, uh, but uh, what's the Adrian Broner? when he was like, damn, I'm, I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> but, oh yeah,
4: yeah.
1: No, pr- 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 appreciate you on the uh, on the um going to look at the uh, the YouTube stuff, uh, brother Chris. Yeah,
2: definitely support Andrew, man. Like, oh yeah, this, no doubt. This this brother, this brother working real hard, man. Support this man because he he the future, uh, and, and he doing it right now. Uh, so definitely support our brother Andrew. Uh, and, and speaking of Andrew, you might hear him. Uh, and the episode will be out by the time this drops. You might hear him on the three hundredth episode of the Kings of Sport podcast, uh, which is going to feature myself as well as Chris. Uh. And a bunch of friends that have programmed that, that have been rocking with the Kings of sport for the past uh, nine years and 300 episodes. So you can check that out. Uh, the video should be up on YouTube and the audio, if it's not out already, should be out shortly. Uh, but you can definitely check that out. Cause it's going to be a good time uh, re- reconnecting with a lot of old friends. Um, and if you want to hit me up on Twitter, uh, you can follow me at in the number eight, M-O-Z-A-I-K at Nate Mosaic on Twitter. Uh, and finally Andrew like this this has been all leading up to this one moment because uh, we can't leave the program this week this month you know we can't leave the program this month without asking Chris one very important question
1: uh showtime so polling so, 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 poll in the chat
2: yeah we got we gotta put another poll up you know besides the big boss man poll uh <laughs> we gotta <to> put another <laughs> poll up in the chat because Chris we have not talked for months about the greatness of that man almost. Yeah, recently in AEW, we saw another giant step into the ring. That man, Satnam Singh. So, uh, what's your thoughts on this man, Satnam, and why is almost better?
4: So, my thoughts. That's a good loaded question, right there. Uh, <laughs> your honor, he's leading the witness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, this is the thing. I've I've watched a lot of uh, clips of uh, of seeing online. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy right now I can't call him good. Um, he had one interview that I saw where he, he's got a very very thick accent, but it was a decent interview. Um, I like I'm not I don't have a problem with the way AEW presented him. Um, like other people do, I think he needs to get a good. Year to kind of prove himself one way or the other. Mm. I mean, who who knows? Like history always proves somebody right or wrong. Right now, we've got recency bias against what we saw on Wednesday night and uh, Singh's debut because it, it was, they did the lights off thing and it wasn't the greatest thing, right? So maybe in the future he will, you know. But if but if he ends up being good. Then it'll surprise people. If almost ends up being good after three years of being a garbage wrestler, Mm. um, maybe I'll have to eat the crow and I'll have to rock my almost shirt. I might buy an Mm -hmm. almost shirt anyway, man, just, Mm -hmm. just to to do it. (laughs) Look, I'm always for a black man making money um and doing what you need to do so um look almost man i got nothing but love for you as a person hate for your wrestling mm. uh and it's that's a backhanded
1: it.
2: compliment
4: yeah yeah but, yeah, but, so. <laughs>
1: but, but, but what y'all don't know is that, that we, we planning the the uh the nwa podcast uh, in, in in ring show for for WrestleMania 39 weekend and the headline and act. I'm pretty sure y'all know what it is. Chris versus Omos one on one minute ten minute exhibition match.
4: Man. Do, do, do you do you guys think Vince McMahon saw that uh video of him rapping yet?
1: <laughs> Omos? yeah. Oh boy. Have
4: you, have you, because Vince Yo. McMahon sees that, I'm scared for that brother, but.
1: It's over. You see that? It's, <laughs> it's over. a wrap. No,
4: hey, yeah. hey, literally. You, you, you,
1: you, you, want, you want to know what's crazy about what you just said? Because like, that's, that's literally Vince is thinking, I know we about to wrap up Nate, but, uh, like, I, I remember I was listening to this interview that, uh, Lince Dorado did, and this was before uh, Lucha House Party had to pin and shit. out us and shit. They went to have a meeting with Vince, and they were all in, the, um, him, him, Mascara Dorado, and, uh, some radio, So they were all um, they were all like in a production truck or something like that. They they were like in a warehouse or something. And I, I, he didn't say, Lindsay didn't say who had it, but he said one of the members yeah. of the Lucha House Party had, uh, had a pinata and he was telling them, when well, we go in this beat with Vince, please do not bring that pinata in there because if you see it, we will be stuck with it. <laughs> He, he said, he said the dude was like, who he didn't, he didn't say who, but he was like, the person was like, yeah, well, we'll you know, we just going to walk in there, whatever. He was like, but don't be like flashing it all over the place. They going to meet him. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, this yeah. man, Lindsay said, as soon as Vince saw them walk in with the piñata, he was like, I love it. Take it to the ring. I <laughs> got stuck yeah. that motherfucker for four years, bruh. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. And let's say it was funny too, because he was like, "Bro, I-, I can't even get mad at the like, you know, at WWE for." Because he was like, "I told them, please do not bring that damn thing in that meet." And you know, did it. So what Chris, what Chris said funny, because yeah. I-, I feel like if he do see a video of Omar's rapping, oh boy. Is
4: it? yeah <laughs> it, 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 look, look, almost almost was was decent with the bars too. oh, you oh, oh are you, are you,
1: wait wait you, you talking about when he was at wale mania yeah
4: yeah
1: oh 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 okay 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 i thought you meant he was like out here like headset type <laughs> type type
3: rapping no, you know? no
4: i'm talking about the, that wale mania video oh, yeah, witness, yeah, he was, ooh, that's yeah that's that, that was gone viral and stuff, man. Yeah. One wallet mania that I really want to be at. Uh, I wanted to see that, man. And uh, yeah, but um I'm I don't like it if I don't like it for him if Vince sees that. But almost mm-hmm. I I I want that brother to succeed. I want uh Sing to succeed. I want them to be mm-hmm. good and be great, and you know, do do your thing, uh, brothers. Um just don't injure anybody in the process.
2: So what we are saying is Chris is slowly but surely coming over to the right side. That of is not
4: what we're saying. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Andrew,
1: Chris is about to be down with the Homo sapiens. Yeah,
4: yeah, Chris, yeah, yeah
1: Chris, yeah. Chris, Chris got his Oma shirt on right now. He ain't telling y'all that.
4: Yeah, see, I, yeah, y'all can't see it at home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't see it at home. I'm giving them both a finger. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, look, man, I'm, not, I'm, not, I, I gave almost. A Two years, it's 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 a wrap. Um, <laughs> I'm not giving seeing uh, two years. I'm giving him maybe six months, and then I, 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 I think the. I, I, giants, say, I,
1: I, I ain't even. I ain't even know how young Sawnom is, bro. Yeah,
4: yeah, he's ninety five, man. Yeah, he's, he's damn. I re- I remember he was he he was he. I don't. There's a press conference with him and Rick Carlisle. Um, yeah,
2: with the Mavericks.
4: Yeah, with the Mavericks on. He was they, they. He was expected to be big things in the NBA, even though he went number fifty two in round uh, two. Um, Again, you, you never know until you know, you know what I'm saying? Just like with, with almost, you at least owe it to yourself to try with them and, and, and try multiple times with these guys and see, and, and history is either going to prove you right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is with, with all this shit, right? History is going to prove us right or history is going to prove us wrong. Some people were still bumping R. Kelly in 2001 uh, after Damn. that ignition remix dropped. History has proved you wrong, you know?
2: Damn. Oh, I, I have I got an update for you, Chris. What's that? Uh, there is a price drop on the Omo shirt. So for only $20, Uh-oh. you can cop that Omo's hotness All at right. wweshop.com, brother.
4: I will buy that almost shirt and, and just keep it on the, (laughs) the back burner in case he, in case case, if MVP gets almost over, then I will say it was 100% MVP when it came with to Bobby (laughs) Lash. Um, but you know, um, MVP, we got to understand MVP wasn't as over, um, with uh the beatdown crew uh in in tna when Lashley was not in the group anymore, when it was uh mm-hmm. when it was um him uh joe uh kenny uh, Ke- yeah kenny and the other what's the the, the the low key low key yeah caval it was they, they weren't as over as when Lashley was in the group so we 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 gotta don't be out on these streets not giving Lashley his his props is all I'm saying
2: yeah i'm, I'm gonna give Lashley his props
4: when he puts over
2: almost here pretty soon chris uh yeah, yeah. i'll give him, i'll give him his props too
4: if, you, if if Lashley puts over almost, he deserves a lifetime contract with he he, he, he deserves that Allen Iverson deal that he got with Reeboks where where, where, where the deal tra- after Adidas bought Reebok the deal just transferred over with that man, that Reebok money. That's what oh, that's what Lashley <laughs> that deserves money. for the rest of his for the rest of his life if that happens.
2: So uh, yeah, so as we wrap up, Chris, just go ahead and purchase uh, your Omo shirt after the show because if you stay right. ready, you ain't got to get ready.
4: That's uh-huh. true. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: But we appreciate everybody for checking us out. Again, want to give a shout out to John Pollock and Wei Ting, the uh, proprietors here at Post Wrestling, for allowing us to platform. I want to give a shout out to the good brother, Righteous Reg, that we mentioned earlier for hooking us up with the uh, amazing theme song. I want to give a shout out to Jermaine for the feedback. And we want to give a shout out to y'all for listening to us uh, each and every month here. On the NWA podcast. If you have feedback, if you got questions, if you got opinions, uh shoot over to the forums and let us know, or you can just uh DM Chris. Uh leave leave me mm-hmm. up uh, mm-hmm. after <laughs> of course, uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. But uh for the professor Chris from LA, for Chris the good Rex brother Andrew Thompson, I am it's the, the godfather Nate Milton, And remember, The revolution may not be televised, but it damn sure will be podcast. See y'all next
0: month. The views and expressions, you know the rest It's Hot excellence, get the message. Advocates for Nubian wrestling, you're listening to the best again. Black wrestling in the ring, we invested in. Nubian kings and queens, we invested in. It's for the culture and we repping it. For the culture and we rap in it.